With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Babies! They're babies! We ready to roll? <laughs> Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the Panels on Pages podcast. Big boys playing with big toys. This is quality content. The boomers are into it. Hey man, I just show up. With your host, Lee Rodriguez. Uh, I am a visionary. Like, oh, you have a podcast? I'm like, no, no, that's not me. That's somebody else. Jason Nyes. Yeah, sure. I'm not getting any vegetables in my diet. I'm just a thick boy. Jose Guzman. Is Jose on the show tonight? He says he's coming. It's like Elton John all over again. Just minus the death threats. Kelly Harris. Reach your hand in your pants there, big boy. That's not me. I don't sound like that anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And our good buddy Mahoney. And Mahoney's here. What's up, Mahoney? We can do just glorious, wonderful things on our phones, people. No one's ever done anything like this before. It's going to be massive. It's going to be great. I mean, obviously, I think it'll be great. And it's all killer, no filler. My seat's on fire. You take so hot. Come on. It's so good. It's pretty good. It's there. It's reliable. You know what you're getting every single time. Man, I'm so glad you found us. You're all terrible people, and I'm glad you're my friend. (laughs) What's that in the intro? (laughs) That's really funny. Over 500 episodes, and you'd think they'd have the hang of it by now. It seems like the concept that would run its course very quickly. What is happening, everybody? Today is Tuesday, August 4th, still 2020, and this is episode number 523 of the Panels on Pages podcast. I'm your host, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez. Joining me tonight, we've got Mr. Jason Nyes. Ed Flesh. <laughs> Jose Guzman. I have a fan on my nuts right now. Hey, living the fucking dream. I love it. Kelly <laughs> uh, Harris is here. FedEx die, bitch. <laughs> and Mahoney. I'm also a fan of Jose's Nuts. <laughs> Do you guys uh, see the president uh, waving papers around like a seventh grader uh, bullshitting his way through a book report on TV last night? Oh, my cool. God. Embarrassing. Just, it's, man, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> I regret watching that video. Seriously. It's so embarrassing. Yeah, I didn't I've got, watch that because I knew it was just going to upset me. Yeah, exactly. The, got, tweet, the tweet said... I need everyone to watch this video. And it's just like, why? <laughs> look, like, look, man, we all know what it is. Yeah. We might not know exactly what it is, but we know what it is. Yeah. Like I need zero more evidence that I don't, I don't care for him. You know, In like fact, give, I'm yeah. sold. Give me less evidence. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like, uh, like everyone has to watch this video and it's like, you know, the president having a very, metered measured conversation where he presents rational facts and figures you're like holy shit yeah yeah that would be amazing like what and it was on this day that he truly became president i would (laughs) just assume that it was that dude from that movie yeah he's like it took me a while but i finally got the hang of it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's a bold new world you guys yeah you you said in the intro that it's still 2020 and i tell you what these last couple months like june 
July, August have been blowing by. Before you know it, it's going to be coronavirus Christmas. Yeah. Have a coronavirus Christmas. It's lovely. It's good. It'll be good. You're already talking about bleach bottles instead of mistletoe. Already bitching about losing Halloween. It's like, look, man, if y'all wanted to have Halloween, you should have thought about that in April. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, they, they took Halloween from us a while ago. Trick or treat, yeah. make the same. Get the hell out of here with a trunk or treat. Come on now, it's not yeah. trunk or treat. Yeah, the thing they do around here in particular, like, well, they just instead of having people like trick or treat going door to door or whatever, they just <coughs> churches do it a lot, I guess, and so people just bring their cars and they you know decorate their trunks or whatever and the kids just do a lap around the parking lot and that counts as halloween yeah it's really weird that the thing that they warned us about when we were kids is something that they're just doing in the open now trying to lure kids into trunks of cars yeah there's definitely a piece of that for sure (laughs) man one halloween my dad fucking pretended like, you know, we were going to go trick-or-treating, we were all going to dress up, and then he pretended to, like, throw a fit and was like, fuck, fuck this, I'm not doing Halloween. So, you know, we all kind of walk out, and meanwhile, all of a sudden, some fucking crazy werewolf jumps out the tree, <gasps> scares the shit out of everybody, he laughed his ass off. <laughs> While we're all pouting, he went in and put on a fucking, you know, dressed up all werewolfy, he went awesome. outside and hid in a tree fucking madman that's great that's using good. using your dad's normal emotional abuse to trick you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well dad's uh, on one of his fucking fits again. again watch out it's uh, like oh no great. just a full moon he turned into a wolf <laughs> but it was pretty cool we used to play um dark man this was back when kids played on the street mm-hmm. all the kids from the street we'd go out at night and play uh, um, Darkman, our friend Isaac would dress up as Darkman and fucking hit that. We'd all play hide and go seek tag. That's pretty cool. No fucking comment. <laughs> <laughs> I got you guys. Hey, man. Wild times back on the day. How, do you, how do you play Darkman? He dressed up as the character Darkman. Okay, yeah, but like, how tag, do you. So he was it. <laughs> So he, you know, he was it, and we all had to hide. And Dark Man was coming to get you. What's that? <laughs> he wanted his revenge, and if he caught you, you were dead, and you were out of the game. And then the only way to win is to uh, cut off one of your friend's fingers with a cigar cutter. There you go. <laughs> That's the only way to win, Dark Man. <laughs> exactly. It's pretty cool. It was just, it was just, you know, nighttime hide and go seek. The key to playing Dark Man was pushing down two finger Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. So let me tell you what happened Friday. So we had a couple friends over on Friday being very responsible. These are all working from home people. We're not exposing me. These are appropriate, responsible gatherings. Ain't no dummies. Spitting in each other's mouths. <laughs> Stepping on each other's balls. <laughs> but that's fine. Balls, there's nothing wrong with a good ball stomping. A ball stomp ain't cheating. And, uh, so I don't, I don't know if every dog is this way, but our dog, Buster, has a horrible habit he'll, he'll just scratch the back door let him out scratch the back door let him in scratch the back door let him out i don't know about 87 times a day it is the worst uh 
boy, would I not have pets were it up to me. But it's not. So I got some pets. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa hold on. We got to recap how many pets you have currently. Well, right now we just got the dog and the two cats. Okay. So we've, we've downsized significantly, but the dog is annoying. And the cats, you know, it doesn't matter. You can have the coolest, most awesome cat in the world. It's still going to shit in a box in your house. It's... <laughs> It's terror. I, I I don't understand it. I don't know why people do it. It's, it's mine shits in two boxes in the house. <laughs> doesn't make sense. That's uh, too many boxes to clean. Because he's Three. blind as fuck, so we gotta have two boxes for him now. <laughs> Three boxes over here, but the cat's totally fine. She can see. She's just picky. Oh, yeah, no, good old blind deaf grandpa sometimes gets confused <laughs> and pees in the living room because he can't find his litter box. Oh, yeah. So we had to get him a living room one, and now that fi- that's fixed. So at about midnight, we're doing this cycle, and uh, he scratches, and I open the door to let him back inside from the outside. And this moth flies in the house, uh, and immediately flies into my friend Jamie's ear, and disappears behind his eardrum. Oh like, no! No, nope. It it comes in from the wind from the door. I don't see it because I'm looking at Buster, but everyone else watches this big ass moth. This die a bomb directly into our friend's ear canal and stay there. What? What? And so, yeah. Yeah, it gets worse. So he's freaking out Ow. because obviously he's freaking yeah. out, you know. And he's like, I can feel it in, man. It's wiggling. And we're like, oh, shit. And so we're like, <laughs> and so his wife almost pisses her pants laughing until she realizes what a serious thing this is. And, you know, the, the plan is to try to, like, flush it out with peroxide. We don't have any peroxide. So they're like, okay, we're going to go home and do this. And I'm like, don't go home. Go to the hospital. He's got, there's a thing in his head. <laughs> there's, a, there's a living creature in his head. You should go to the hospital, but they don't. Instead, they go home and they drown this thing. And they come back. And the next day, they go to urgent care and they pull like an, a one-inch long moth out of this man's head. Oh, my God. So as horrible as that sounds, right, there are two people that I've spoken to, no, no, three people I've spoken to about this since then, who have either had it happen to them, or have known somebody to happen have it happen to them. And I'm just like, how is this a common thing, that bugs are just fucking flying into people's ears and staying there? Like, I don't want to live in a world where that's a common practice. Mm-mm, no. I'm horrified. Yeah, I kind of want to end the show right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, yeah. appalled. Dude. Oh yeah, it fucked me up for hours. My spirit but, is broken. I yeah, I don't know. I can't. Yeah, and I, I told Nicole, I'm like, hey man, he's a better man than I am because the only reason we're making any kind of a stop before we go to the hospital to take care of this would be to get some fucking clean drawers where I'd shit my pants because right. of the thing in my head. Mm-hmm. Like we're not going home first. Like there's no way we're going home first. Yeah, once that moth flies into your ear, that moth has taken over your body. <laughs> yeah, no, that's going to pilot you around now. Yeah, yeah, he was, like, touching kind of, like, halfway down his neck, and he was like, I feel it here. And I'm like, oh, oh God. No. Like, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. They make movies that start like that. Yeah. Uh, they sure do, Jose. They sure do. All uh, right, I'd like to ask you guys that if that ever happens to me, I want to be put down. <laughs> <laughs> 
Just yeah, yeah. Uh, frankly, yeah. if I was over at your house, Lee, and that shit happened to me, I would not come to your house ever again. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking crazy. And it got crazy because on the same night, like an hour and a half later, Buster goes in, Buster goes out, Buster goes in, Buster goes out. Buster comes in, and he has been sprayed by a fucking skunk in our backyard. Oh, no. So, And here's the thing. We, you've all driven by an exploded skunk, right? Yeah. Or, or skunk, so you're familiar with the smell. And here's the thing. It smelled like that at first, but then it, it changes on you. And it becomes, it smells like, uh, like, like skunk and also like burning rubber. So it smelled like we summoned a demon in the living room. <laughs> like it was, it was absolutely horrendous. Yeah, you summoned and, Mothra. Did yeah, you play yeah. Uh, Black Sabbath backwards? <laughs> and and we didn't... And it was so powerful and so overwhelming that, like, Logic said it had to be the dog, but everything smelled like it. So when you smelled him, it didn't smell any more or less like it. So yeah. I spent, like, an hour walking around, like, what the... F- where is this coming from? Smelling, like, the vents, making sure that something didn't get under the house and die or something. And then we figured out it was definitely him. And, you know, he and I have a long-standing love-hate relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will say, it was pretty pitiful making him sleep outside that day. He's never slept outside. <laughs> he was very whiny and sad. And I'm like, no, fuck you. You, you, gotta, you gotta do that. So we had to get some special shampoo and give him, like, three baths outside. It was a whole fucking thing. It was just... Like, oh, you guys. What the fuck did I do, man? Yeah, and he's just like, he's like <laughs> I'm the victim here. Like, you can't make me sleep out here. This is where the moths are. <laughs> yeah. Like, have you seen the size of my ears? I'm a dog. They're huge. <laughs> they're just targets. 2020, we got to was... deal with coronavirus, murder hornets, the fucking police are rioting, and now we got to worry about moths flying into our ears. Kamikaze moths. I've never seen anything like it in my life. It was extremely upsetting. Like I did not care for it one goddamn bit. It was awful. Sure, it wasn't a tiny drone. That's how they're coming for us. <laughs> I mean, we all—they already got birds out there being drones, piloted by Martin Short lookalikes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I don't know that it wasn't that. I'm just saying. It's fucking terrible. You know, no, let's no, no. see where we all stand. Uh, birds, real? Yes or no? I mean, they're yes. definitely real. Which no, type birds of bird? Are, birds are fake. Geese are definitely oh. real, Kelly. I don't consider geese birds. Okay, well, that's an interesting... There's something <laughs> else. There's something else entirely. <laughs> he took that stance. He said, you know what? Fuck geese. <laughs> they're their own kind of monsters. the bird list. Kelly's like, I'm sorry, those are dinosaurs. Those do not count. That's yeah, good. Yeah. No, that's fair. Me and Kelly are going to do a podcast where he just de-birdify other birds. Yeah, you ask me what I think about a bird, and I tell you whether it's real, fake, or not just a not, a not a bird. <laughs> get the fuck out! Yeah, get the fuck out of here. You cool? All right. What fake. about that seagull that ate the rat? Oh, seagulls are rats. Yeah, <laughs> they're the rats. You know what? I got no hole in that logic. Yeah. So what are pigeons then? Pigeons are fake. Pigeons are fake. Pigeons are fake. 
They're all drones. Drones. Okay, I was going to ask. Too much drones? time on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, well, no, they're makes... all drones to spy on us. So all the shit that they leave, that's just like the oil of the drones. That yeah. just means they spied on you even more. The yeah, you got to keep on your windshield on the inside. The more they listen to you. Yeah. Imagine being so fucking stupid that in a day and age where everyone is carrying around a GPS, a camera, and a microphone to be like, they're watching us through the birds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the pigeons, they're not real. How else would they be able to do it? Yeah, how else will they be watching us? Honestly, who like when's the last time you went outside and saw a bird? I don't even know if I would remember. I see, I see, I see birds, see birds I, all I get, the time. I get a balcony all right, the time. By the, yeah. right by my right in the office. So you got you people in the neighborhood eating all the birds, Mahoney? You pay <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. now, now who, you got who's me paying attention to birds? Am I really looking at birds? Are these no. real birds? Am I looking at tiny drones? I believe it. <laughs> oh, great. You broke Jose, Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shit, what else? Uh, finished Persona 5, finally. And then I started Death Stranding, and I think I might hate it. And, dude, why? Like, I could have told you you were going to hate that game. I feel I'm like I remember you telling Lee that he would hate that game. Yeah. I'm a big Kojima fan. Uh, you know, it, looks, it, it, it does look spectacular. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll check it out and you know turns out I don't know that I really love a game whose primary like one of the primary mechanics is oh don't make it fall down because <laughs> a lot of the game is like gotta carry all these boxes on foot uh, don't fall over don't, don't break the boxes and there might be some monsters along the way that you can't see and you can't fight so you gotta just Walk slower with the boxes. And be sure to cover oh. your ears. So the box is lava? No, but no, the, the rain is not lava. Everything else is lava. Yeah, the birds the are rain lava? is lava. Or the birds fake. It's just it's just it's weird. It's it's very, very weird and like you feel Did like baby start it, crying? Yeah, the baby started crying. And what's the name of this game? Death Stranding. It's the one that stars uh oh, boy from Walking Dead. Uh, yeah. Norman Reedus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, fucking yeah. Kojima. Well, yeah. I mean, it's fucking Metal Gear weird. Well, it's Name way weird. Part than of it's not weird. Yeah, but this is next level weird. Like, next it, level it's weird. one of those things where, like, you power up like, by drinking monster energy. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, like, I really like that. Monster energy. 666. Yeah. So, so <laughs> the, sponsored by the devil. But it's. That would be, like, a thing that would kind of make sense in, like, a Grand Theft Auto. But this is a world where there's, you know, nothing left. It's, yeah, it's like a really... dystopia, right? And you're just supposed to but find still got monster st- energy drinks? No, they're just waiting for you at, like, all your safe houses. Like, you know, with UPCs and the fucking ingredients and everything. Like, this doesn't, that's fucking stupid. And it's just, even, like, the, the menus are really overly complicated. Like, if this were a person, I think it would love the smell of its own farts. <laughs> so I, I, I don't think I've got, you know whatever you know 30 hours it is in me it's gotta it's gotta hook me real soon i'm tapping out it's just it's just too fucking odd that game came out and i never really heard anything like i heard this big build up to it and then it just kind of i heard some very very mixed reviews people either like it or they don't you know yeah i never heard any buzz after it came out i just heard buzz before so i assumed and it's a playstation exclusive it was like 25 bucks yeah i got on a sale a while back but still yeah for, it looks yeah, so but for 25 bucks, it's better than... I'd be pissed if I paid 60. 
60, 70. Yeah, I knew better than to do that. Um, what else? Um, Umbrella Academy Season 2. Started that with the kid. It's great. See, I didn't even know that that was out. It just came out last week. Just okay. came out last week. Um, kind of, you know, the, the, the crux of the show, the season, is they've been shot back into the 60s. That's where they went. That's you know, cool. Mild spoilers, I guess, but it's the first five minutes of the episode. Uh, and so they're trying to find each other because they go back to like, the same place. The same alley, they both they all land in the same place, but like within three years of each other. So they're not at the same time. So they're trying to, you know, the first couple episodes and trying to get the, the gang back together. And they're in Dallas in the sixties, and so the Kennedy assassination is going to is about to happen. But you know, what if they stop it? Can they stop it? Should they stop it? All that shit. So that's fine. But there's a there's a through line with Allison. So, you know, she, she shows up and she goes stumbling across the street into like this diner and they're like, this is a whites only diner. Like, oh shit, right. It's the sixties and it sucks because of Dallas in the sixties. And, you know, so you catch up with her and she's married this guy and, you know, he's, you know, they're planning these demonstrations and all this stuff. And so the, the cops come and they bust in their place, whatever. And, you know, she meets up with some shitty, you know, Dallas white dudes. And it's like, your power is effectively mind control. You could solve every conflict by just being like, hey, I heard a rumor you weren't a racist dipshit anymore. And they'd be like, oh, hey, want to come over for dinner tonight? <laughs> but she just has, she just doesn't do that. And I'm not sure why she doesn't do that. <laughs> That's very, it's a weird uh, creative choice. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she's trying to preserve the, the honky timeline. I don't know. But it's like you, you're you uh, making some non-choices. Uh, and the, uh, the new... The new Transformers on Netflix is not very good. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I think Kelly and I both tried tried that one out, and it's uh, it's a tough sit. Not good. No, it's even Will was bored by that. And he that, is that four. Video you put it looked like a video game. Yeah, it looked like an early two thousands video game. Yeah. yeah, like the backgrounds look cool. That's about all I can say about it. They yeah, the the designs are great until they start moving. Yep, and whenever anything's look... static, it looks great. So it works better as a comic book. Yeah, but even then they do this this shit in this that they did in the comic books where they like have all the weird like things the toys have to have on them on the characters. That's really stupid. <laughs> it's like you know, I don't think that Optimus Prime were he a real thing would really have, like, two truck grills, right? One for yeah. the truck and one for his belly. Like, it would just work, you know? Like, so don't make him have two. Don't, I don't want to see one of the truck grills on a backpack on Optimus in a cartoon. It's fucking dumb. <laughs> like, it's really weird. Lee but sent us this video of a bit from the Transformers Netflix show that I would like to share with you guys right now. Yeah, I, that's why I gave it to you. I was hoping you would. Because, boy, howdy. Look at his fucking What waist. is happening there? Look at his look at his lower torso. <sighs> Do it again. Do it again. Look at his lower torso. Look oh, at him just... What? Oh, he is just sassy as fuck. Just <laughs> wiggling. Oh, my God. The best it's is so bad. when he turns, Lee reacts, but I thought it was Optimus. He says, <laughs> when you walk the runway... This is how yeah. you sashay. Transformers shouldn't be lo- yeah. fucking move around like Gumby. <laughs> no. Oh, wait, wait, he's, wait for he's it, ready wait for, for TikTok. I'll wait tell for you it. that. 
<laughs> I'm and, you know, I have built numerous, Ugh. you know, Optimus Prime models where, you know, he moves with an incredible range of motion. You know what you can't do? Slosh his belly around <laughs> and make him. It's so weird. It's just such a weird choice. Lee, I, how many Optimus Prime models have you made where his hips don't lie? <laughs> you know, uh, one in particular, those hips don't lie at all. That first, <laughs> uh, that first Flame Toys kid has got some, some hips and a really solid uh, Robo Dong on him. Very <laughs> prominent crotch on that model. Very prominent crotch. Kelly knows what I'm talking about. Yep. Perfect. Prominent crotch. Yep. And then uh, last thing we'll talk about: uh, kids went back to school yesterday. Got some real mixed emotions about that. Uh, you know, it's, it's good that they're back, but, you know, I don't want either of them to die. And there's the chance that might happen, I suppose. That's a real fucking bummer. Well, I mean, uh, the, the, odds, the odds are in your favor because apparently only one kid per school is supposed to die this year. Okay. I mean, that's pretty good numbers, I guess. You know, that's. Roll them dice. You know, yeah. You know, I was talking to Nicole about that. Like, I just really don't want the kids to die. And then I realized, hey, this is America, so they could die in a school any day. Right, really. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah to shoot I, the fucker up. You know, like I had that same real revelation this week, where I was like, it's not like we were ever safe at school. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. No. Uh, Mary. In, w- in fact, I'll go so far as to say, I bet less kids die <laughs> from the virus. <laughs> That they do in the average year of gun violence. I just hope that if there are any shootings, that the shooter wears rubber gloves and makes sure to wash his hands when he's loading the gun. Yeah, it's the only thing responsible. Yeah. The only responsible thing to do. You know, you got to look out for each other. Yeah, Mary said she right. saw something that there instead of you know actually like uh, preparing the school to be safe and healthy, they're hiring extra guidance counselors. So that they can deal with the kids when one of their classmates dies, and oh, and they, Jesus. they can counsel Jesus them. Christ, yeah. Jesus! What, what did I say when this all started? That eventually, die FedEx, bitch, die. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. But the, I said that eventually this would just get treated like gun violence, to where people are dying needlessly. But there's nothing we can do. Yep. Uh, thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Just to taught some taught some pairs. Because we don't wanna we don't wanna pay people to stay at home because why why would they work if we're paying them to stay at home? And we don't wanna provide like child care because no. you know, that's some fucking liberal bullshit. So just send them back, you know? Let's send them all back, but make sure each one has a gun. Yeah, look, there man. You if you want, if you want to make an omelet, you got to crack a few eggs, and the omelet is the economy, and the eggs are your fucking mm-hmm. kids. Okay, mm-hmm. let's get the fucking cracking because that shit ain't a goddamn omelet, <laughs> and it's not an egg taco. <laughs> <laughs> fucking nuts. But I, I was pl- uh, pl- pleased to see that you know the uh, mask use, while uh, not required for some fucking reason uh yeah you got to wear a mask to walmart in this town but not to go to school well it's walmart nationwide yeah well lee where if you make the school steps in to make you wear a mask what is where do they draw the line what are they gonna do next decide what shirts and shorts (laughs) and uh every other piece of haircuts they're gonna just decide Uh... what's appropriate what's not appropriate 
Zoe's school has a specific rule so that boys can't wear basketball shorts because they get boners. <laughs> like, <laughs> kids can't wear basketball shorts because what if they get a boner? But uh, you can't tell the same kid to wear a mask, apparently. Oh, I mean, that would be definitely over the line. So yeah. what? what is the logic? It would be as over the line as that kid's dick in his basketball shorts. Yeah. <laughs> what just tucked up into the drawstring. What, yeah. yeah, what is the logic of not wanting kids to get boners in their basketball shorts? Because you could you don't see, want see, anyone don't to see their dick. Yeah. You don't want anyone to see their dong. So instead, yeah, you want them to get boners in, like, super tight pants? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Just, just don't, they don't. They can't have a bunch of kids going around pitching tents any more than you can have girls in tank tops. Because if the girls right. wear tank tops, the boys are going to get boners and they're going to pitch tents. It's a deadly cycle. Yep. <laughs> right. We're your coats for everybody. <laughs> you can't be walking around in those basketball shorts with all those shoulders around. It's yeah. going to be turned on all day. Sports is canceled. Is. No more football pants. No more basketball Madness. shorts. Madness. I wear basketball shorts a lot, and I how many boners do you get a day? Not a whole lot. Like shits. I get a normal amount of boners, but like it's not all the time when I'm wearing basketball shorts. It's not like I slide them on. Oh, there's a boner. Shit. Well, these shorts uh, are so erotic. (laughs) Well, the problem is that yeah, you got your your fucking basketball shorts on, but is Mary walking around in some provocative ass tank tops? Yeah, sometimes. I mean, see, and I'll bet those days, if we were to chart the boners, there's a direct correlation between shoulders and boners. <laughs> I'm just saying. But isn't part of the reason creeps wear sweatpants to the strip club is so that it's bag? Well, not only it's baggy so that they can get up all on there, but it's baggy so it kind of conceals stuff too. Maybe I'm and it's just easier to free ball. May, maybe I'm just yeah, not I thought, up on I boner that's technology. Why it was just easier to free ball. I mean, you could free ball anyway. Yeah, but it's harder. I mean, but there's a lot more wiggle room, as they say. Madness. <laughs> 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 so yeah, they don't have to wear mat, but they are. I found out they are che- uh, checking every kid's temperature as they walk in the door, which I wow. do think is a good step. And right. it's like if a kid has like even a hint of a fever, they put their ass in a separate room and they're like, "Come get your fucking spawn." He's got a ninety-nine degree fever. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, if he, so. man, if a kid's smart, I'd be holding my forehead, making that shit real <laughs> oh, <yeah>. hot. <laughs> I'd be lean. I, I'd ask to sit in the back seat and sit with my head leaning on the back of the car, <laughs> seat in front of me the whole time. The. Yeah. Our school is doing something with temperatures, I think, but they based, they like flat out said they fully expect parents to just be dosing their kids up with Tylenol to get their fever down and then dropping them off anyways. Wow. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Perfect. Let's say you you do think that. Uh, don't say that because what if some <laughs> shithead didn't think of it, but now they've thought of it? <laughs> Fair. Like, oh, shit, Tylenol? Like, does that work? I've just been using Vicodin. <laughs> Bing, bing, bing. Yeah. <laughs> you, you mean I don't got to break into my stash? I can put, give them some over-the-counter shit? Bull New World, guys. Unprecedented times. Amen. 311. Never forget. All right. Um, Lee, I don't know if you necessarily want to show this or not, but talking about picking up your, your uh, dirty-ass kids from school, not your dirty-ass kids, uh, you 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 sent this. You sent us this picture. Oh, 
Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, this was on the way to drop uh, my youngest, my, my my son off at the elementary school, uh, dropping him off yesterday. Uh, we're rolling up, and that I, I see this this bumper sticker on this truck. It says LGBT. I'm like, that's that's weird. That's not like a like a typeface I've ever seen before with this. And what what's all this shit uh, above it? What, what's going on? It's so like I get closer, and I'm like, okay, yeah, that definitely is. Uh, LGBT, okay, and then up above that, okay, it's it's the Statue of Liberty, and like an AK, and a mug, and that's and that's supposed to be the oh god damn, and it's Liberty guns, beer, and Trump, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> it is seven fifteen in the morning, and I'm just pissed off already. First day of school, you're sending yeah. your kids to the same school that this person is. Yeah. Oof. And and I I, I thought about that a lot. All day yesterday, and then to today, and I don't know who I hate more. The guy that was like, huh, "I got a fucking great idea for a sticker," or, or the guy who's like, "I got to buy that sticker." Or definitely <laughs> the guy buying it. That's a really yeah. nice yeah, but, sticker you got there. You know the sad thing? He doesn't even know that's on there. It's a, <laughs> that that poor guy doesn't even know that sticker's there. No, he, does. he definitely does. Yeah. <laughs> He probably bought at that sweet uh, cracker emporium I saw last week. <laughs> Seems like the kind of thing they'd sell there. Just saying. What's what's going on, Nice? Well, shit. Uh, uh, how, how goes the hunt, sir? Well, uh, it's going so well that I uh, made a sounder for this new segment that we're going to do every Ooh. week. Where are the turtles? Where are they? <laughs> So, yeah, uh, the past week, I've been mainly out turtle hunting. Uh, so we finished the show last week, and I woke my happy ass up at uh, 8 the next morning and went out and hit four different targets, uh, you know, looking for these musical mutagen four-pack, the Casey Foot Soldier animated. I'm looking for turtles, goddammit, whatever you can give me. So I hit four targets. The only thing I saw that day was I, I come around the I kinda it's it's a weird pleasure delay thing where I want to reveal the NECA section just as I get into the aisle. Like I don't want to sneak a peek, so I kind of I, I choose an aisle to go down so that when I turn, that's when I'm gonna see the whole display. And I fucking turn the corner and I see the musical mutagen logo. So my heart starts to flutter. I start to panic. My fucking heart starts to beat fast. Then I realize it's basketball shorts are at full attention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I realize it's just the stupid fucking accessory pack. I didn't even know they were selling that on its own. Yeah, well Why that was would they, Kelly. That was the yeah. deal from the start was the only way you could order it online was in a bundle with the four pack and the accessory pack and then in stores you can buy them separately but they only make the t-shirt up i don't wear t-shirts anymore i don't wear graphic tees anyhow but they only made the t-shirt up to 2x so i don't want this fucking thing i don't want a t-shirt i can't wear some fucking guitar picks a fake uh concert ticket no thanks can i just have the figures please so yeah that and I was say again it would be a little different not great, but a little different if it actually said 
coming out of their shell. Right. At least, that, at least that's a thing that you have like a fond memory of. Same you know what I mean? So, musical mutagen is so weird. Yeah. We all know what it's supposed to be. So do they not get the rights? It's got to be, gotta be something the like that. the theory I saw floated was that coming out of your their shells tour was a Pizza Hut sponsored thing. So maybe Pizza Hut has the rights. Really? To it. But it's definitely a matter of they did not have the rights to it, so that they made some some other fucking bullshit up. It's wild. So you know, no luck Wednesday, and then Thursday at midnight. The Toka and Razar pre-order started, and you know what? That shit went off. Well, I don't want to say without a hitch because no, without a hitch because I got it. Yeah, if but I got it. <laughs> that was without a hitch. I was able to add it to my cart, but I wasn't the the checkout button wasn't working again. That's the thing that happens with these NECA pre-sales is the fucking you can't get to checkout because the button doesn't work. But eventually it did, and I got my Toka and Ra- Razar. Uh, I was not pleased to see that they charged me $22 shipping again as they were trying to do with that Predator, but it's Toka and Razar. I get it. I'll fucking eat the $22. I'll just have to explain it to Mary in the morning, but I'm going (laughs) to voice my displeasure, okay? You know, I'm a white man on the internet. I have a platform, so I I need to at mention Nekatoys and tell them that this $22 shipping charge will not stand. For Toka and Razar, it's fine. You know, I'll deal with it. But, like, if they release single figures in the future on NECA, I don't want to be paying $22 every time I want to buy a $30 action figure. So You're gonna. I expressed my displeasure in one of the threads where they were promoting Toka and Razar. And I said, got mine. $22 shipping to Florida is still insane. If that's the upcharge I have to pay for Toka and Razar, so be it. But it's going to kill me to have to plunk down $22 every time I want something off the NECA store. And this motherfucker, who we'll call, <laughs> we'll call Samurai, responds, Would you prefer eBay scalping? Be thankful. <laughs> Be thankful. Be thankful. Suck on, suck on that boot. Yeah. So, <laughs> so like... I'm I'm a very sensitive. Look at the dog in here. <laughs> I'm a very sensitive boy. <laughs> when I get people in my mentions that I don't know telling me to be thankful, you better believe that I'm going and researching their fucking profile and see what's up. And this guy oh, yeah. was just at mentioning everybody that was complaining some way or another about shipping or uh the the pre-sale as a whole and you know reply guy reply guy reply guy and i get further down his feed and it's just anti-gay anti-trans anti-black comics gate so on and so forth so i respond to a real winner yeah just a real piece of shit so i respond to him okay reply guy and he hits me with the just saying and i gotta hit him with the fucking spongebob (laughs) gif Because I love it so much. (laughs) And if we weren't sure that he was a piece of shit or not, he responded to Spongebob GIF with a Peppy Frog GIF. Because, of course. course. That guy's definitely a piece of shit. Definitely a piece of shit. Uh, Check him out. If you want to check this guy out, go to my my Twitter and look at my ads on some of my tweets. And you can can find him if you really want to. But, uh, you know, those types of piece of shits are dime a dozen. That's one of those things, too, man. It's like, imagine being that guy. Imagine being so small 
and having nothing else to do in an age of goddamned wonders, mind you. Like, my kid the other day was like, I'm bored. I go, that's impossible. I haven't been bored in 20 years. Like, right. no, <laughs> like you can't be bored. You can't be bored. I forbid it. Right. Imagine having so little to do. There's like, I'm going to go in. I'm going to randomly yell at strangers about their opinions on toys yeah. like a big boy. Tell them to be more thankful. What a piece of shit. It's really weird how sometimes when I get people in my mentions, when I go look at their profile, they're almost always right-wing pieces of shit. Yeah, like, you're never gonna... There there are no, like, rational measured replies. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> like no, I actually did get, like, rational measured replies, and you know what? I didn't have to look at any of their profiles. <laughs> right. <laughs> but if someone's being mean to me, I have to prove that I am in the right. <laughs> So, speaking of proving that I'm in the right, uh, you know, again, I said $22 for Token Razar, I'll deal with it. But I don't want to be charged $22 every time. And apparently a lot of people were getting charged way too much for shipping, and it it wasn't just me, and a lot of people were complaining at NECA. Here's the thing. That is excessive and ridiculous. It really really is. It's absurd. Yeah. So, NECA uh, uh, quote tweets somebody that says... Hope it's worth it was some expensive shipping. And NECA says, they're huge and heavy, and shipping costs are comparable to buying from others in this space. Super 7, Mezco, Sideshow, etc. And I've already got the receipts from when (laughs) we were doing this with the Predator, that when I ordered that first Ninja Turtle set and the Street Diorama, they only charged me 16 bucks. When I ordered the Capture Splinter set and my Grayscale Pennywise last year, I think it was 11 bucks. But just for the sake of argument, I figured, you know what, let me do some research. So I went to the Mezco site, and uh, Kelly, you got that Mezco dark side, right? Yes. That big, chunky boy. Lee, you said that he's actually made of stone in parts. Yeah, yes. polystone. Yeah, he's made of polystone. So I figured, okay, that's that's a good... Heavy as fuck. That's a good measuring stick. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add... The Mezco dark side to my cart, <laughs> and I'm gonna put in my zip code, and I want to see how much they're gonna charge me on Mezco for shipping to ship the $180 one twelve collective dark side, and it's thirteen dollars and ninety five cents. <laughs> According to NECA, that's comparable. Yeah, yeah, twenty two thirteen or fourteen, really fourteen, twenty two fourteen. That's close. It's so, real close. So it's only like ninety percent more. <laughs> For for uh, most of the it's night, basically the same thing. Yeah, basically. Like, what are you guys complaining? I mean, it's about? so close that if you were to pay them fourteen, they should probably just ship it because it's essentially the same. Yeah. yeah. Also, we didn't yeah. mention that Jose and I live thirty minutes away from each other, and he got charged five dollars less. So yeah, but I'm five dollar. <laughs> yeah. I'm five dollars closer. To no, because I found out today because I actually got an email back from NECA. They distribute out of California, so I'm actually closer west than you are. Yeah, but they got to go east first. Mm, Right. They go over the ocean. (laughs) Yeah. So you're thinking they're coming across. No, they're coming around. Yeah. Uh, I think... Because because the Earth is flat, they have to go a certain direction. (laughs) I'm not sure if this was Friday morning or Saturday morning. But I had completely forgotten about, you know, this little little argument. I had stopped getting at mentions. And then I get another one. Out of the blue, I had been done with this thing for hours. We'll call her Veronica. Veronica <laughs> says, 
Come on, dude, quit complaining. You know how hard it is to find their figures? Just be happy they did this. We've bitched enough, and now they did this with pre-orders, and you still complain. Enjoy it while we have it. Suck on that boot. Veronica! Hashtag be thankful. Veronica seemed level-headed enough, but still kicking me in the balls. Um, and Veronica does have a bit of a point because these uh, mecha launches are normally unmitigated disasters. Yeah, uh, and, yeah. and at, no doubt. At least you're able to get them. But Wait, and what time did it start? It started at midnight, and I got mine at like twelve thirty-five. Right. So, and they're still up right now. If you want to token, be Rizar, thankful. They're still up right now. And uh, somebody, I, I forget who it was, said to me, "You know, we can be thankful that they're doing this for us." And we can also be discouraged by the price of the shipping. You know, the when two not are not consistent. the two are not mutually con- exclusive. So Veronica here uh, seemed like a, a nice lady, uh, blue hair. So I figured maybe on the liberal side. <sighs> I go to her Twitter and I'm scrolling <laughs> through, and it's it's more reply guy stuff. Well, you don't often see a reply girl unless you're talking shit about Dean Kane. And I see, <laughs> I see this fucking gem on Veronica's. Friends with her? <laughs> well, I've been blocked, so I don't know. I see this fucking gem on Veronica's timeline. Herman Cain was so dope. I loved hearing his perspectives. <laughs> oh, there no. it is. <laughs> so dope, you guys. If I had to pick one word to describe Herman Cain, it'd so, be dope. It'd be dope. So dope. <laughs> oh dope. my god. R.I.P. Herman Cain. You were dope. For real. You fucking yeah. dead, dead, dead dope dummy. <laughs> uh, I do have oh. one other thing that I wanted to share. We've, we've all... You've had a big week, Jason. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've, we've all had our, had our laughs uh, at the expense of this fucking thing right here. Uh, I got to load it up real quick. Give me a second. Um... Is oh, it dope? Oh, hold on. I, I need to do my sounder. I'm all oh. over the place. I'm sorry. I like a good sounder. Yeah. What's not to like? Where are you? There you are, buddy. Oh. So this week in Black Lives Matter. <laughs> uh this I is love it. this isn't necessarily a Black Lives Matter thing, but uh it's uh Definitely related, and it's you know uh, after uh, George Floyd was murdered by the fucking pigs, uh, we saw a lot of protests still going on this, to this day. But a cool thing that we saw in a lot of places, even though uh, governments weren't making systematic changes, is they were painting these really cool Black Lives Matter murals oh, on the streets. God. I know what you're gonna show. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Oh, no. So this week, in front of the Tampa Police Department in Tampa, Florida, uh, they revealed this beautiful, <laughs> back-the-blue mural in Tampa, Florida. Borky Booth. <laughs> <laughs> the first the time... The only part that is clear and easy to read is the. And see, yeah. I don't even think the. I miss the T almost every right. time I see it. Yeah. I had a I had a teacher once, and he was uh, teaching us how to like make posters. And one thing that stuck with me from that class is when you're making a poster, don't make the letters different colors because then your eye goes all over the place. Yep. 
And that's not horrible gra- graphic design. That, yeah, that makes your eye go crossed. The, the first time I saw this, my retweet was graphic design is my passion. Yeah. And then really every is. time it came into my feed, I it's was so bad. Amazed in awe at how bad this was. And apparently it was painted by uh, police families, police supporters. Uh, but let's just go over this real quick. Uh, so we got to be. Uh, oh, and they got the thin blue line going through the whole thing. We got a B. Yeah, no, they, nope. they got a thin blue line going through the fucking sea. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thin blue line goes through the no sea. No sea is so hard to read. I'm overwhelmed by everything happening that I didn't even notice the line in the sea. The B's okay, and then you got this ribbon, which I'm assuming some bootlicking cops are the best. Ribbon, but that's supposed to be an A, and that does not, not. that does not, not read not. as an A. Then no. you, got, you got the C with the line through it. The K they Ugh. got, the the K they did decently, but they're used to drawing Ks, aren't they? Yep. Then you got <laughs> the T that disappeared. He, he. Uh, another B is all right. L's decent. Uh, U is okay with the heart in there. Like, that's some weird artistic representation. And then the E. They just went off the rails with the E. They stopped giving. Yeah. They stopped giving a shit. Because the E is the worst of all. The E is just a. It's just a rectangle. The best part about the best part about the E is that it it incorporates the stop bar from the yeah. actual road. So. Imagine you don't know that's there. You're just like driving downtown Tampa, and like, you make a right. Fuck? You're like, "What the fuck's on the road?" Fucking crash into the goddamn fire hydrant. What is all this shit on the street? Holy Bork. shit! He bluff. <laughs> Borky, Borky, Bork the blue. Borky bluff. Oh, so bad. Absolutely fantastic. So yeah, uh, I've just been, I, I, and then I hit. If I hadn't, if I was a police officer <laughs> and I hadn't quit yet, <laughs> yeah, that would make me. I hit uh, seven targets on Friday. I made myself a map. I got out at eight in the morning. Nothing hit all, but but like I'm getting my groove. I'm getting some fucking exercise. That's for sure. Getting in and out of the car and and walking to the back of seven different targets. Uh, I think it was. Yesterday, I had walked almost four miles just going to Targets and Walmarts. And then yesterday, Jeez. Monday, I went to seven, seven Targets, four Walmarts. And because they instituted the mask mandate at Target, they've switched things up where they're now closing the non-grocery entrance. And that just fucked up my whole day because, like, I thought I had shit going now. But now I got to go in this other entrance. I got to park on this other side. So they're fucking with my shit. I did find the, – the only thing I found this whole week – was the sex pest gremlin at Target. And I was surprised I even saw that on store shelves. But I, I had to grab it. I do want to talk a little bit about... Because I've been going mostly to Targets, but I have been hitting Walmarts because the movie Turtles are supposed to be there. Uh, the Netflix Transformers. bunch of WWE shit. There's a bunch of people in our community that are looking for shit at Walmart. So I've been hitting as many Walmarts as possible. But if you compare that to Target, the clientele is... Vastly different. I didn't realize how far that gap had grown. Uh, so I'm walking up to this first tar- uh, Walmart, and there's this fat motherfucker walking in front of me. Slow, super fat. Like, Walmart made me feel real slim. <laughs> Tank top? Like, 
only thing worse than a great big fat motherfucker is a great big fat motherfucker walking with no purpose. Right, right. No purpose in his fucking game. That's gate. the thing. That, that's another point I need to get to. Tank top, camo shorts, flip-flops that have been basically disintegrated. Because you ever seen a, a real fat person wearing flip-flops? Those things aren't doing anything anymore. <laughs> Those are freedom loafers. This motherfucker <laughs> has, he has a t-shirt loose in his hand. And as he's walking in through the queue where they're supposed to be checking your masks, he's just holding the t-shirt over his face. Oh, okay. So oh. I'm thinking, yeah. okay, this guy's, this guy's a fat piece of shit to begin with. He's just getting through the door with that. And he's not going to be holding that t-shirt over his face the entire time. No. Lo and behold, Definitely. I'm leaving Walmart, see the same motherfucker not holding the t-shirt over his face. And you, Lee, you said it. There's nothing worse than somebody than somebody with no sense of purpose, like no agenda. Like they're just kind of slowly walking. I feel just like meandering. Yeah, I feel like since COVID, I've always been. I've always noticed when people are being slow or in the way, or if I'm in the way, or if I'm being slow. But I think since COVID and social distancing, where you got to stay six feet away from people, I feel like people are fucking slower and in the way, yeah. and then you got to wait for them. Like, yep. uh, you are now making yep. me go at your pace because I, I'm, I'm behind I'm you. I'm suggesting I, I don't hit a store with a with a second to no one gate, okay? But, <laughs> but, I, but I know I'm there for a reason. I'm not there to fucking hang out. Yeah. I'm trying to hit seven Targets and four Walmarts. I'm not on a leisure cruise here. Second to no one. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, although I did, uh, I did have to hit somebody up the other day because there are a handful of those shitbirds that to this day they're not wearing masks. And this, I was looking at toys today, and this lady walks up and she just like I could, I just shy of feeling her breath on my shoulder. She got that close. <laughs> I got, I go, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> oh, like I'm, I'm waiting for this line to get into this Walmart, and we're all trying to stay six feet apart. Dude in front of me is going super slow. And this little fucking Mexican guy just kind of passes everyone like, oh, no, why is everyone's going so slow? Let me just get to the front of the line. And then he stops and realizes what's going on. And I fucking shoot him a look and he just kind of ah. giggles and just retreats back into himself. And then I'm in, I think I was in my last Walmart and I'm walking towards the toy section and I'm about to pass like an employee May, um, Walmart is difficult sometimes because you don't know if they're an employee, a vendor, whatever. But it was somebody who was on the job. And I'm walking towards them trying to keep my distance. They're not trying to keep their distance at all. And just as we're about to pass, takes his mask off and takes a phone call. What oh a piece God. of shit. They can hear you on the phone through your mask. And also, why are you taking a phone on a uh, phone call on the job, guy? I mean, if I worked at Walmart, I would, I would shoot the <laughs> aisle. I would do literally anything I wanted. Yeah. Goat had some awesome story. My, my dad once told me, he said, uh, I saw a goat at Walmart the other day because he was working there. Yeah. He goes, yeah, he was just just standing in the canned food aisle just with a couple of cans in his hand looking real confused about where his ship was supposed to go. <laughs> and so I call him up and I'm like, hey, dad said he saw it at the store. He goes, yeah, I was blackout drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and apparently he was a model employee. He, he fell asleep in the seafood cooler on numerous occasions. <laughs> there was one time I was at a a Walmart later than I 
than you should be. And there was one There's guy. A line. There's definitely a line, Kelly. Yeah, there is a guy. Well, first off, there we're in like the by where now actually now where the NECA stuff would be. And it was like with the bin, big bins of DVDs. And there's a guy just digging through them as though he had just figured out how to use his hands. <laughs> and still kind of thought they were only flippers. Like he just wasn't touching anything. Like he was just pushing things. <laughs> and then as we're kind of like watching that play out, we see a guy ask uh, one of the employees for help. And she points him over to another employee and goes, go ask that Jew over there. Oh, oh my no. god! God! <laughs> Jesus! Oh, yikes! <laughs> it was scuttled away. Yeah. Oh my god! What's up, Kelly? Besides that horrible story? Ah, eh, nothing much. Um, I realized like I didn't do shit in the past week. Oh, hey, good for you. You know what yeah, you did. Good to have those once in a while. Yeah. You know what you did do though? What did I do? You got that fucking Lego NES. I did. I got that. Ordered it on when? Well, when, when did that go on sale? Saturday. Sunday? Yeah. Saturday. Ordered it Saturday. Got it in from FedEx today. So FedEx, you didn't. I'm. You can die, bitch, now. But I'm glad you didn't die, bitch, <laughs> today, because <laughs> I needed yet. that. But Not now yet. you can die, bitch. Yeah. Every breath you took between now <laughs> and then, yeah, has been on Kelly's blessing. Yeah. Because <laughs> now. You don't know where our DC books are, <laughs> and I we'd we'd really we'd really enjoy being able to sell those. Have you opened up your Lego NES yet? There might be a bunch of DC books in there. <laughs> I pop it open <laughs> to make sure. Okay, with yeah. a note that says we're watching. <laughs> there better yeah. not be any goddamn DC books in here. Yeah, but actually, I'm kind of excited if we don't get the DC books tomorrow because it'll be funny. <laughs> Because I'll get to just keep telling all the speculators, like, haha, they're not here. And they're like, well, where are they? I'll go, I don't know. Scavenger hunt. I'll here, just keep here's telling the tracking them, number. I'll keep telling clue. them that various cryptids took him. <laughs> hey, guys, I don't know. The Popelik monster took him. Not to keep bringing this back to NECA and shit, but they keep uh, retweeting people who are like, yeah, you know, I went into this Target. I talked to an employee. They were super nice. They went into the back. They got some stock out for me, and, and it's all good. And it's like, man, I don't want to bother any of these people. Like, we're in the middle of a pandemic. I don't want to bother them. And then secondly, I don't believe that they'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But also, if they got all that stock, put it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, why you got all that stock and it's not out? Well, here's the thing. I thought, like, Target... I thought the employees don't stock that. They like, don't. I thought, yeah, like a specific NECA man comes they in. They don't stock it, but it still could be sitting in the back, you know? That's I so am the NECA man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, because, uh, so, yeah, the speculators that don't want to come in tomorrow, well, they came in today because, hey guys, did you hear uh, DC Comics come out on Tuesdays? Uh, you should like not here. They don't fuck. Yeah. two of them came in today, and I got to tell them. It's like, oh, where are your DC books? I was like, they're not even in the building. That's why we <laughs> don't put them out on Tuesdays because I don't trust them for a second. Because apparently, the uh, Death Metal Legends of the Dark Knights book that comes out tomorrow, the first issue is already selling for twenty five dollars. 
Why? Because it's the first appearance of the Robin King, Lee. The Robin King? Yeah, the Robin King. Do Molly. you know the Robin King? <laughs> 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 the fuck is the Robin King? It's the Robin King. He lives He's in the tag team way. to the neck to the neck of man. <laughs> so you know how in the multiverse there's a lot of Batmans. Okay, yeah. There's a lot of Robins too. All right. This is the king. Oh, okay. Does he have like a? Does he look like a king? Does he have a sword? He's got a crown. I like it. He's the Robin King. I would pay twenty five dollars you know for this. <laughs> yeah, you can just I like would, you know. I would not. I would. I definitely no. would. Mahoney. Well, what if? What about for like the one in twenty-five variant? Would you? He's pay a for, child. Would you pay for between <laughs> three hundred to four hundred dollars for that? Uh, no, no, I. Sure uh, no, you wouldn't. Well, then you're a rube. I just googled him, and he's a child, and he's his crown is made of wood. He's the Robin King. Ugh. When everyone comes in to buy him, just tell him some guy in Freedom Loafers bought him all. He made you a <laughs> deal you couldn't refuse. <laughs> I know what I want to do is tell them, ah, oh, sorry guys, I bought them all. And then, <laughs> what? And then I go, well, that's why we have to limit people's purchases because if not, dickheads like me come around and buy them all. Gotcha. Uh, tell them, but uh, meet me in the parking lot around six o'clock when I get out. Yeah. I just read who the Robin King is, and I am not pleased. It's the Robin King. Robin. I'm not pleased at all. Isn't that a Robin? I feel like it's probably yeah, a it's Robin. the Robin. I don't want to talk about it. Oh shit! Is it Joseph Gordon Levitt's character from The <laughs> Dark Knight Rises? It's, it's actually just Joseph Joseph Gordon Levitt. You guys, I was so mad when they're like, "Oh, my name is Robin" in that movie. I was like, "It's, it's fucking stupid." We were all pretty upset. That was one of those scenes where it's like you could have just cut that. You could have just <laughs> not done this. Would have been better if you just didn't have that moment. Yeah. But yeah, so tomorrow I get to deal with the Robin King. Um, uh, Kelly, Kelly, what? can I read My... you? Can I read you a line? I wish you would. Okay, so this is this is the Robin King, and he's sitting in a chair and he's ringing a bell, and he says, "Hear that? It's the sound of the Robin King, and a new spring is coming." You know what? I, I bet it's probably gonna be pretty fucking awesome because all that death metal shit is pretty stupid and crazy and fun. Yeah, we'll see. I'll probably well, enjoy saying. it. Yeah. But it's all just stupid. Is it yeah. Punisher? Is he the Robin King? It, yep. But yeah. specifically Warzone Punisher? <laughs> yeah, oh, he got man. done being the Cosmic Ghost Rider and became the, the Robin King. Yeah. yeah. So Wait. by uh, by 12.30, Kelly's just going to be, every time someone opens the door to the shop, he's going to go, We are all the Robin King now! <laughs> <laughs> just yelling at strangers. A chirp, chirp! Chirp, chirp! I'm the Robin King! <laughs> Tweet, tweet, my boy. Tweet, tweet. Tweet, tweet. Birds aren't real. Yeah, you should rent a bunch of drone robin birds. <laughs> and then just, like, release them out of my sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, put those in the long boxes and put the lids on. So when yeah. they all come in to get the comics, they open it up, and it's like, you know, the old spring snake in the can trick yeah. fly yeah, my like, pretties you have to see if you can find the robin king in the boxes <laughs> and, and it's just a box full of spiders yep oh what a mischievous boy i am <laughs> there's tracking numbers your first clue tweet tweet <laughs> oh yeah tweet. so how so fedex has been doing a thing now where it's just like hey we're only gonna try and deliver your things when you're not open 
We've I mean, talked about this before, though, and you guys yeah. seem to open pretty late in the day. We open at noon. What What do you yeah, want but... a comic shop open? God damn, I, I... how many naps are you taking? <laughs> I'm just going to say, if you, they consistently deliver your stuff at 10, and you insist on not getting there until noon, like, somebody's well, got to get there at 10. But here's the thing, it's not consistent. Because this hasn't been a problem up until the past, like, two weeks. <laughs> I feel like we've talked about this a couple times. I don't know. Well, he did FedEx. So this is different between FedEx Freight and FedEx Ground. This is okay. FedEx Ground. Freight delivers early, but I always get there early be- to get to wait for them. So that's different. Okay. Yeah, this isn't FedEx Max. This is FedEx Go. Yeah. But also, here's the thing. Today, <laughs> I'm, si- <laughs> I'm sitting there waiting for FedEx Freight to show up. At some point, FedEx Ground delivered three packages to us. But did not ever knock on our door or anything, and just dumped them in the lobby of the place next door to us. That's oh nice. God. That's yeah. a good way to do so that. So we had no idea those were there until someone from next door called us and said, hey, there's some boxes here. Oh, we don't know problems. when they showed up. <laughs> this, time, this time they didn't let you know. It was like, yeah. oh, we, know, we, we can sell these. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows how many times this has happened and people may have just walked off with boxes. <laughs> So well, that's maybe cool. that's where your DC books are. Could be, you but need- yeah. So fa- so we call uh, FedEx and like, hey, you know, uh, last week this happened. We picked it up at the uh, the plant. Can we do that again? And they're like, oh no, you can't do that. <laughs> like, we just did this last week. Why can't we do it? And like, well, we could do it last week because we attempted to deliver to deliver it three times. We've only attempted to deliver it once this time. Oh my god! The plant's not gone this time. <laughs> you you gotta give us all our chances. Yeah, because so the, we need them. So the boss is like, okay, well then, what are my options? And they go, well, you could always pick it up at a Walgreens. <laughs> what? <the fuck? laughs> what? Because yeah. apparently that's some service that FedEx offers is you can go pick up your packages from Walgreens. That's just where their driver likes to hang out. Yeah, so we're like, fine, we'll pick it up from Walgreens. Uh, the boxes never made it to Walgreens. <laughs> you don't say. So we currently so have... is curling his bad guy mustache. Yeah. So as of now, the tracking says that they're on a truck. You know, I'm just going to throw out there that if I was a FedEx person and somebody called me and was like, I would like to come and pick up my package. And I said no. And they were like, well, I insist. So where can I do it? I'd be like, why don't you drive to your nearest Walgreens and uh, your package will be waiting for you there. Okay. See you later. <laughs> Oh, FedEx is just such a shit show. It's not great. Yeah, not I'm great. sure it will only get better when the post office is forced to close. Yeah, uh, Trump, Trump, you're li- I know you're listening. <laughs> um, FedEx said you have a real tiny dick. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the post office, they said, nah, I bet it's huge. Oh, big boy dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, what the, that's what the post office talks. said. Yeah. Post office was like, look how he's always sitting so weird. That's got to be a giant dick mm-hmm. problem. Yeah, so maybe you better bell. choose your friends better. One of my favorite things about going out on these turtle hunts is passing that goddamn Donald Trump the Chosen One billboard every time. <laughs> God. Jesus. It's nonsense. What's up, Jose? Uh, playing some of that Ghost Recon, trying to fucking find John Bernthal. Where you at? pretty cool he's pretty also good. listening yeah obviously 
Well, yeah, because we got him that Punisher role. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a, a doy. <laughs> he definitely um, did that, and surprisingly, got that fucking Toka and Razar. But I thought about it for about 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> and I sat, and I was like, the lady's asleep. I don't want to wake her up. Yeah. So, but I also don't want to miss it because, you know, I don't know. Right, right. They're saying this week is the only chance to get it. So, fuck it. Let's yeah. do this thing. Yeah. Charge you'll, it. you'll have the conversation with her in the morning. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so. Sometimes, Jose, it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. Yes. Yeah. So and we then, just fucking went with it. And then after the fact, realized me and Jose should have went in and bought two and only got charged shipping once. Yeah. And split the shipping. It would have been $63. Probably. No, somehow that shipping would have been like 12 no, It yeah. would have been the same amount. No. It's a set. It's a... <laughs> Where whatever your zip code is, it's a set number. That's why it was the same amount for the Predator as it was Tokan Razar. It would have been well, seven bucks. Next time Probably. you should at least ship yours to Jose's house. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or like what does it cost to ship it to New Hampshire? Yeah. And then maybe I can just ship it to you for less than the twenty two dollars. Right. <laughs> yeah, we're making we're making plans to coordinate for that super shredder. It's ridiculous. Fucking Super Shredder. That's wild. Never in my day would I think I'd see a legit... Yeah. <laughs> it looks real nice, The thing too. that's it's fucked up free. about all it's this, like, cool. all their product is so wonderful, but in all my years, I never thought I'd get... Like you said, never thought we'd get collector-style Token Razar and Super Shredder, let alone released in the span of two weeks. Yeah. but and, then, I, and, and I will say, if... The token Razar presale, like that, was pretty smooth. Yeah, and there was no. Well, that's the way you got to do it. Like that's the only so, way that makes sense. Uh, how about like that's how it's done? <laughs> now we stop having shit fucking yanked out of people's carts. <laughs> huh? I mean, can't we figure this shit out? It's very interesting that you mentioned that, considering our podcast classic for tonight. That's <laughs> yeah, that into the future. I felt it. I felt the vibe. Um, that and fucking, we 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 finished some TV. I'll save that for. Well, I'll, I'll talk. Whoa, well, we did Deadwood again. <laughs> yeah, and that show is pretty. A fucking lot happened in that first season mm-hmm. because I could have swore. Uh, Booth Powers' character came in season two, right? Powers, Booth. and that motherfucker was there mid season one, and um, while Bill Hickok lasted a lot longer than we thought he lasted, uh, just a lot of fucking shit. So, so we're get, we got one more, two, and then two, two more of the first season. I thought. Because what we're on eleven and there's eleven and twelve. No, I think we are on. We just finished nine, so we got ten and eleven left. Yeah, but there's not eleven episodes. Yeah, I think there's eleven. I think, uh, I think there's twelve. Okay, well there's twelve then. Moving on. 
<laughs> Either way, that fucking show is pretty cool. And Bullock has the sweetest fucking walk. He's got this, like, fucking ghost-like strut. Sometimes he kicks it sideways. Sometimes he fucking goes head on. But great show. If you haven't watched Deadwood, we're leading up to the movie. There's this little girl that uh, was with, I think they were Dutch or whatever, and that her family got slaughtered. So she doesn't speak English or whatever. And they call they call these, I think it's Dutch, they call them squareheads, which I don't know where it comes from, but this little girl, it works. The definition squarehead works for her so well. Uh, let me see if I can pull up. A, oh, or, or hoopleheads. Well, hoopalhead is a term for heroin junkies. Oh, okay, okay, okay. This chick... Sophia, look at that fucking forehead on her. It's she talks Morse code with headbutts. Yeah, well, she she doesn't speak English, so the entire time she's like a mute almost, and her head and her forehead, and her head and her forehead are so big. We were joking today that she was just gonna start moving shit with her mind. (laughs) (laughs) It's wild. It's a fun time, though. Al Swearingen, we were talking about it. Al Swearingen has no inner monologue. He just fucking rants openly. He doesn't care if anybody's listening. Just talking shit. Steady. Subscribe hey, to HBO all have, Max. All we have these uncertain times is our, is our fiction. <laughs> our fantasy world, man. A little, uh, good, good for you. Oh, man. Guess, guys. General Hospital's back. What? Oh, oh snap. Oh, the, the I saw fucking... you. Go ahead. One of the General Hospital guys was on Monk. I really <laughs> thought you were going to say who's champ on General Hospital. <laughs> uh, you tweeted that General what? Hospital was back, and I was like, honestly, never even considered that it went away. What yeah. up with Luke and Laura? Uh, Luke's been gone for a while. Laura's oh. the mayor of the town. Fuck yeah! <laughs> Moving on up. So I guess she's the champ. Yeah. yeah. She's the champ <laughs> of General Hospital. All right. I suppose she is. So what's going on, Mahoney? Well, Lee, so last week and a few weeks now, there's been, you know, some rough waters with the show, right? Like last week, like the first hour just wasn't on YouTube. Nobody could figure out why. And like, it's a YouTube problem. And, you know, so everybody starts reporting it, because what else are you going to do? Everybody's excited to watch the show. And then poor Nice, we all know Nice. <laughs> he just, he takes it all in and blames himself so much, and he gets so sad about it. And it makes me, it makes me upset, because none of it is his fault. He didn't make YouTube lose the first half hour of the show, like... It's not a nice thing, but he he internalizes nope. it and he, he you know he struggles with it. I want I want the show to be good. I want it to be perfect, and I want he people does. to be able to listen to it. So when there's issues, I take it very personally. He does, he does, and it's very sweet, but it's unnecessary. And so what I was thinking is that if only there was some motivational speaker who could hype him up. <laughs> and so we got ourselves a new cameo to to hype nice up. Now I'm gonna just give you a little bit of warning. I kind of thought, just based on our interactions with this guy, that this would be funny, but I perhaps 
oversold how sad Nice was, and I think he's legitimately worried about him. Huh. All right. Nice, I want to tell you you are a king. Please stop doubting yourself. I don't know if this is your friend or your sibling who requested this video, but they love you enough to pay money for me to pep talk you into something you already have deep inside of you. Have confidence and believe in yourself. I believe in you. You're, you're a good person. People love you and care about you for a reason. Don't stop being you. I want you to be more confident. Have a good day. Oh, that's so good. That's so sweet. And look at that look on his face. He's like, you know what? I'm about to say some meaningful shit. <laughs> I was like, I, I clicked play and I was like, I mean, yeah, no, that, yeah, that's, that's a pep talk. I thought you'd like, you know, yell at him and tell him. Yell at him, no more, yeah. Quit yeah, like, bandits. Yeah, like, but okay, sure. Then I was like, Maybe in my description of how sad Nice was about the the thing not working, I just went a little overboard. <laughs> <laughs> he was too sad. Uh, other That's than that, lovely, That's lovely. I know it's it's nice. So nice, we all love you, and it's not your fault. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, other than that, I didn't know it was Tuesday until like four thirty in the <laughs> afternoon when Nice <laughs> messaged me. <laughs> so everything is a blur. But Every day yeah, not Tuesday. not knowing it was Tuesday made it hard to put together a talk segment for you, Lee. No, I didn't. That was the bullshit. That was yeah, the didn't, fucking cut off bullshit. Enjoyment. <laughs> I didn't say it was impossible. I just that said was it was hard. Fucked. Like I <laughs> thought we were skating this week. And it was goddamn it. He had already moved on. He was like, "Fuck it." Oh. I'm like, "What's the classic this week, guys?" <laughs> <laughs> fucking go, Lee. Look who it is, though. He's hey. back. He's back, and this time he's playing a snail game. I'm playing pinny snail. When you blink your eyes, the snail will stop moving. So if, if you're not good at staring, you can't play this game. But I'm a dancing warrior, and, and we can do anything. <laughs> I, I can blink with, with my eyes open. Look look at me. Tell me if you see it. <laughs> did you see me blink? But I, I, I did it. I don't need to refresh. Watch. I, I'm about to win the game right now. Look at how close I am. Oh, what my Jesus. Wait, wait, wait. We're so close. Wait, wait for it. Wait. Congratulations! I'm a snail! I'm back! But I'm a snail this time! I, I, I won the game! That's the pep talk he thought he was gonna get. Exactly! Exactly. What is happening? Okay. Okay, so. So there's a TikTok game. Wherein it puts an outline of a snail on your head. Yep. And the snail. Walks across the frame and then gets into the outline, but if you blink, the snail stops. Exactly, and so you gotta hold your eyes open until the snail gets within the frame, and it's you know it takes a while. So this is also the Chinese government can get a nice, good, solid face scan. Exactly, <laughs> oh. Clearly, obviously. Yeah. And then when exactly. you win, like it turns scan. you into a snail. Yes. Yeah. When you successfully complete. Because now it. they got your genomes and your fucking bio biopic. Yeah. So. He's not the only one that I see holding the iPhone <laughs> thing, and it's like, you don't have to do that, guys. I think they do it for effect. Yeah, it's definitely part of his gimmick. Yeah, it's just it's a lot. 
So, Lee, I don't know if you know this, but you're on TikTok. <laughs> what? Because look at this dude and tell me this isn't you. While we ate lunch, my boy went to throw garbage in the back of his guy's car after dinner. Picks it up, puts it in his car. Dude throws it out again. Right back on over. Opens his fucking door. And the video cuts off. Oh, that guy rules. Imagine being in your car and a stranger opens your door to talk to you about your littering. Not only a stranger, but a giant man. Oh, he's enormous. He's enormous. That guy rules. Yeah, I saw that. I knew you would love it. Yeah, no, no, I like that one. Yep. You know what else I knew you were going to love, Lee? I knew you were going to love this I one. I hate it already. Because we've talked about this many we've times. We've talked about this. We've talked about what is and is not a ravioli. And so whenever I found this TikTok about that same topic, I knew that we just had to discuss it. Today we will be taking time to explore the list of things that I consider ravioli. If you identify more with the cubic rule of food identification, we will actually be exploring the calzone category today. First up, we have the classic pasta ravioli. Next, we have calzones, or as I like to call them, pizza raviolis, followed by small pizza raviolis or pizza rolls. We have fruit raviolis or gushers, PB&J raviolis, or more commonly known as uncrustables. Hot dog raviolis, aka corn dogs, no. and even a breakfast pastry ravioli and Pop-Tarts. This one no. takes a little bit more of a broad what? definition, but I do consider pregnant people to be raviolis. Using this definition, I also consider a coffin with a corpse inside to be a ravioli. I will not be taking any criticism at this time. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, she didn't say a single wrong thing. <laughs> I don't agree with a corn dog being a ravioli. It's fully sealed. It is not because there's a it's stick. It's not. Well, the stick doesn't really count. Trying to yeah, eat a ravioli. Well, most part, I can go either sealed. way on corn dog. Oh, I'm making such a face. <laughs> Pop tarts, though. Pop tarts are definitely raviolis. And I mean, toaster strudels, raviolis. Pregnant people, ravioli all the raviolis, way. Raviolis, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So Lee, uh, you were talking about your your kid's school's no mask mandate. So what you can do here, if you don't want them to have to wear a mask, you can follow this very simple instructable on how to make a cooler mask. You wanna put a ring on my finger? You know what? My kid beat you to that one. <laughs> really? My kid was like, hey, look at this cool mask I found. And I was like, go to your fucking room. <laughs> Looked like some Court of Owls shit. Yeah. It really yeah. does. They just carved themselves a, mouth, a mask out of a milk carton. Like a, a gallon of milk. I heard something but it was nice today they could drink. that uh, for like kids' band camps and band classes, they have to bring two masks. One full mask to wear, and then one mask... That they cut a hole in so that they could wear it while they're playing their instrument. What the fuck? No. What is the point of that? Yeah. That's retarded. They're you, blasting particles out the yeah. end of the instrument. Yeah, you would There's think no point band camp would be a bad idea no matter what. You yeah, should have to yeah. bring one mask that you wear and then one mask that you put on the end of your trumpet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just every instrument is now muted. Yeah, exactly. All right. See, Slipknot was ahead of its time. 
That's right. Yeah. This one this one is special for Jose. Uh-oh. Uh and it's gonna help him reclaim his name. Instead of saying no way Jose, white people should say no thanks, Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sure. I like that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. Yeah. No thanks, Tom Hanks. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't see any reason why not. It's her, I just don't like her fucking attitude. <laughs> She's just or should a that just be reserved for me? Only I can say that. Should that be my reply? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like no, it. All right, Jose. No thanks, Tom Hanks. <laughs> I, think, I think either way it works. Yeah. No, you can, yeah. Okay. I'm all right so. With that. Mahoney, your second mission is to find me a reply to uh, the Jose and Jose B joke. <laughs> Jose and Jose B? All right, you got it. I'm on it. Somewhere on the talks, there will be that. All right, this is one of the best things I've ever seen. It says that they asked their four-year-old nephew to mow the No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Their four-year-old nephew asked to mow the lawn. Look at these nails. This woman is crazy. Yeah, these these nails are definitely crazy, and everything about this is crazy. Uh, I would like to say, absolutely under no circumstances should you let any child use any kind of lawnmower. Uh, And this is definitely why. And it went like... A little bit of Monica in my life. A little bit Being dragged behind it like a dummy. <laughs> oh. I mean, nailed it. Oh my god! <laughs> I enjoyed the smash cut to Mambo Number Five. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I got to appreciate the craft. It's just amazing. You got to. Yeah, I appreciate the craft of getting the dummy together and staging it up. Like I, I guess that's fine. What? No, that, Lee, that wasn't a dummy. That yeah, was, that's a child. That was clearly a child. Yeah. Unless you're calling the child a dummy. That was an actual child. Yeah. Let's, no. Yes. No, absolutely. Absolutely, that's a yeah, child. That's a child. His head is moving. Yeah, look at him. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. What? It does. I, I could, it does. I don't l- think look so. Look a little kind of. Mm-mm. No. Do it, it, do it again. It, do it again. Do it again. No, that's on, definitely a kid. Yeah, the triangles are. You that's count. a boy. <laughs> it's definitely a dummy. He's too not rigid. Like, he's rigid because he's being dragged by a lawnmower. <laughs> yeah. No, his legs okay, are being no, taken no, no, or something. Well, yeah, yeah, but, but the elbow moved. The elbow yeah, moved. And the head. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's the best looking well, yeah, but, TikTok but dummy the, the I've ever seen in my be. life. If it is a dummy. Yeah. Lee, if that's a dummy, that means someone's making real dolls of children, and I'm not willing to accept that. <laughs> yeah, I was going down that same path, Kelly. I'm like, if that is a a far too realistic dummy of a child, uh, I can't dumb. imagine why that exists, and I don't want to think about it. Well, look where you made us thought. go, Lee. I mean, we Great did find thing. out birds are not real. And if birds aren't real, all bets are off, Kelly. <laughs> Maybe children aren't real either. Children are not real. Yeah, and definitely they, not the future. All this time, we've been wondering if Santa was real, but it's actually the children who were fake. Yeah, <laughs> under our noses the whole time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Robots. 
What's other classic knives? What's happening? From episode 429. This is from uh-huh. uh, uh, just after San Diego Comic-Con 2018. Uh, I titled this podcast classic, NECA Fucks Jose. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy this. Back in a minute. And now, a curated selection from deep within the Popcast Network archives. We proudly present this Popcast Classic. So, uh, Jose, you got anything else? <sighs> Just a broken heart. Uh, well, I'll have you one day, Tardis. You tortoises are going to be in my back pocket one day. I'm going to pose you. <laughs> you put so- the turtles in his book bag and walk around with them. Oof. I'm going to get you. Got He's- the book bag turtles. I'm just saying, I'm all down for fair play, but don't tell me that shit's in my cart and I'm supposed to fucking be fucking goddamn uh, like- robot to fucking type shit and put no, shit you in. Got, you got host. 100%. It's in my cart, motherfucker. Yeah. So... Next time you're at a store, you can go in line and take somebody's shit out of somebody's <laughs> cart and just go pay for it first because that's how shit rolls. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> so, you know, fuck you. It's anarchy now. Like, it truly is Trump's world. That was Trump's presale. <laughs> that, that's what kind of presale I got to look forward to. And fucking shame on you, man. Like, that's not cool. I get it. Like, day one, okay, I fucked up. I'll take the complete blame on that one. Maybe I would have got it if I wasn't fucking around. But you know what? Day two, I was Johnny on the goddamn spot. (laughs) And fucking my info was saved Ah. in there from the goddamn night before. And I still got fucking hosed. So, fuck you. Yeah, but also by day three, everybody was in a froth over, over it. Like froth. plenty no, of people known that you fucked up on day two and fucking pulled shit out of people's carts and fixed that shit. Yeah, but you're not the only apologize. one. You're not for... the only one that happened to. So the demand on that day three was that's insane. You had no fucking I wasn't chance. The only one that happened to. So that's when they should have stepped up and said, "Our bad, our bad." But also, let's be real here. They could make enough to meet demand. They just choose not to. Right. Yeah, you could do just pre-orders on it. So they're going to say, watch, they're going to say, you know what, bros, because it was so fucking did so well, we're going to release them. We're going to release the big box set for 75. <laughs> those, uh, they did the the video game figures last year, and they gone and they gone. No, the, like, yeah, those have never come out. Uh, the video game figures were a couple years ago, and last year they repainted them to look like the cartoon, didn't they? That might be right. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe they weren't repaints. Maybe they were two different sets of figures. But they've done some pretty cool exclusives for a few years, but not like these. (laughs) Those are amazing. And it's because Playmates has the license to do Ninja Turtles toys in that scale at retail. That's why they have to do these on pre-orders. I'll tell you what. They're going to hear from me at Toy Fair. (laughs) (laughs) Don't think I can't talk to you, <laughs> NECA. <laughs> I can reach you now, motherfucker. You better, I have to wait. You better hide your badge. Or I can fucking twatter you. Ooh, I'm going to Twitter you. No, we, <laughs> we should get in touch with Toy Fair and be like, yo. Tell him that's fucked up, Toy Fair. No, no, don't, no, don't be. No. Don't even be like, tell him that's fucked up. Be like, 
Yo, you got you got the hookup? Come on. Oh. Come on. Let's write this wrong. Yeah, we can. It's by greasing some wheels. No, I... We, there was an injustice done to multiple people. <laughs> okay, <here>. Norma Ray. <laughs> Bringing down the system. You mean, yeah. But I'm just saying that's fucked up, NECA. <laughs> yeah, we agree. God yeah, that's really cool, man. Not cool at all. But Whatever. that still doesn't mean I can't find the fact that you posted a screenshot of your cart. Just real funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew it when I was doing it. You're like this is gonna this is gonna bite me in the I ass, isn't it? Ass. I should have fucking <laughs> do it. Shouldn't and be doing this. Put, like when it says shipped. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's when you do it. Yep. I just pictured Nyes just making the chef kiss over and over, <laughs> just thinking about it. And I get that. That's fine. That was day two. Day three. You still fucking hose me because I was on the goddamn spot. Got that bitch in my cart. Had all my info already done. And still fucking yanked it out of my. Yeah, it's like you did everything right and still got kind of fucked. You would have too bad, man. You would have felt better on day three if you went to press buy and they were like, "Sorry, sold out." Yeah, then cool. Okay, I just I just missed it. But to see that it's in your cart and I just hit enter with my credit card information, and when the screen comes up that should say "Congratulations," <laughs> it, it comes it. up and says. You got fucked. <laughs> somebody, <laughs> while this little thing was spinning in a circle, somebody went into your cart and robbed you. <laughs> I mean, cool, man. Join us again next week for yet another Popcast Classic. That could never air today. It shouldn't have aired then. <laughs> no. The more things change. When was that the, episode from? That was from episode 429. <laughs> so, so it took what two years for them to finally be like, maybe we should just let people pre-order these. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Fucking ridiculous! Ridiculous! All right, I'm excited about this one. Let's set up with some uh, top six action. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, six, six. <laughs> Top six. Six! I still like six. Alright, this is going to be cool. We're doing uh, top six movie adaptations. Now, the, the criteria were pretty broad on this one. I'm sure made it only broader by whatever's about to happen. <laughs> you know. Whatever's <laughs> about to happen to us. Yeah, no, no, no rules ever. No rules ever. But laid it out as, you know, if it was a thing... And then it became a movie. That counts. That's a movie adaptation. That was the the broad strokes that we set out ahead of time with this guy. So let's get it into it. Why don't you uh, lead us off, Nice. What you, what you got? All right. Uh, first off, my number six. It takes real skill to make a TV-to-film reboot work. And the key is to not take it too seriously. One of the first... And one of the best was the Brady Bunch movie, which uh, mm-hmm. poked fun at the original while also being like a pitch-perfect recreation of the old series. But for my money, my number six, the best TV-to-film adaptations are 21 and 22 Jump Street. Yeah. yeah. Solid. The oh, solid. I completely forgot about that. The show was fine for what it was of its time, 
But the movie took the concept and birthed two of what I would say are the best comedies of the past 20 years. When yeah. Name of death. <laughs> I have that written here in my notes right here. <laughs> when you're adapting something, you have to approve upon it. My name is Jeff. <laughs> uh, my number five, I'd feel like a real bumpkin if I didn't put at least one book on here. So I'm going <laughs> to slide into my number five with two book adaptations. First, Jurassic Park, which is easily one of the greatest, most groundbreaking movies of all time. And just an okay book by comparison. And the second is the most recent reboot of it. As a fan of the TV miniseries, I attempted to read the book. And the big budget horror remake managed to incorporate some of the book's more wild ideas. No, Kelly, not that one. Um, You didn't have all those kids going into the Pennywise's house to fuck each other to intimidate him? (laughs) No. Stop. How intimidating would that be, though? That'd be so That's what I'm saying. Pe- Pennywise is a sympathetic character because he just wants to talk to people about boats. You could have. then here comes. You could have stopped that. Fuck- you could have stopped that. Pennywise is a simp. Yeah, <laughs> and then here comes these kids, and he's like, "Hey, kids, let me talk to you about schooners." And they're like, "No, we're gonna run train on this girl." And he's like, "Why?" And they're like, "We want you to leave." Yeah, they're they're basically cucking Pennywise. Yeah, and he's like, no, don't do that. And then they're like, nope, too late, we're doing it. And he's like, man, you're going to make me get on a list. And they're like, too bad. And he's like, but this is my house. And they're like, go. Speaking of getting on a list, my number four. (laughs) I want to talk a little bit about the smaller comic book adaptations off the beaten path from the big two. I read Kick-Ass during its initial run, and the movie wasn't too far behind that. And I have great memories of going to the premiere for some action-y packed Rolko. Yep. Uh, Dread had the distinction of being an adaptation of the comics and a better movie version of Dread than the Stallone version. Mm-hmm. But then, for my money, no comic book ab- adaptation has been more faithful than Robert Rodriguez doing Sin City. Fuck yeah. I, just yeah. an amazing. Yeah, I fucked up missing that one. I missed that one. Yep. Just an amazing aesthetic with panels from the books coming straight to life. Uh, Pretty much. For my number three, uh, last week for my movie soundtracks, my number one was Blues Brothers, and it's also my favorite movie of all, of all time. But when I fell in love with the movie, I didn't have a frame of reference of Jake and Elwood from SNL. But I was at the perfect age when Wayne's World began on SNL, and I was the biggest fan of the Wayne's World movie. They managed yeah. to take a pretty silly sketch and build this whole world that Wayne and Garth inhabit. One of the greatest movie comedies of all time. I wouldn't change a thing. Uh, Revived yeah. uh, Queen's career. Right? For real. That was their John Travolta moment. <laughs> My number two is a twofer. Uh, speaking of being at the right age, Batman 89 and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came out when I was the biggest fan of both. I didn't read many Batman comics, but I knew the Batman TV show and Super Friends. So Batman 89 completely changed the way I looked at Batman. And the Joker. And uh, TMNT had the distinction of adapting a little from the comics and a little from the cartoon and managing to create this wholly unique thing, which is my absolute favorite version of the Ninja Turtles and the reason that I'm going to seven Targets and four Walmarts (laughs) daily. And my number one, call me a Marvel shill, but we have never before seen the level of world-building of the MCU 
with as much care and reverence for adapting the source material from top to bottom. It was evident with the first Iron Man and carried through 12 years of movies. People shit on the MCU because they've become this monolith in the industry, but you can never tell me with a straight face that they don't put blood, sweat, and tears into bringing these stories to life. Like yeah. a rock solid. Rock solid. Yeah, and you know, I, frankly, if I, I don't trust anybody that shits on the MCU movies. It's like, no, you like them. You definitely <laughs> like them. You definitely watch them. You're just being a contrarian shithead. I appreciate more the person who doesn't like the MCU movies and keeps it to their fucking self. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's fucking solid, man. That's good. Thank you. I, a lot of a lot of that was on my uh, sort of long list. This was this was one of the toughest ones to pare down we've had in a while. Yeah, yeah. A lot of really good stuff. All right, uh, Ben. In the Discord, what's Ben got to say, Mahoney? Ben in the Discord. This is a heck of a list. Ben's lists are always... I always learn something when I read Ben's lists. So shout out to The Godfather, Gone Girl, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, and most recently, The Old Guard. Fuck, Gone Girl is a really good movie, you guys. <laughs> I yep. didn't realize that was an adaptation. Oh, yeah. So number six, Sin City, a near-perfect adaptation yep. of the comics from the visuals to the casting. Right. Number five, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? The movie's entertaining enough on its own, but as a Depression-era retelling of the Odyssey, it's pretty brilliant, right? Number four, this is what I've been. This is what Ben has taught me. Strange Brew. Bob and Doug McKenzie are a Canuck, Rosencrantz, and Gilderstein in a loose retelling of Hamlet with a happier ending and way more beer. Oh, I did not. I did not know the Hamlet part. Like what? What? Blowing my mind, Ben. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, adapted from an SCTV sketch. And also, apparently, Hamlet. That's nuts. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, not the slightest. Well, yeah, is uh, it on his list because it's adapting Hamlet, or is it on its list because it's uh, an SCTV Hamlet. movie? <laughs> no, it's Hamlet. Hamlet. Yeah, it seems to be on here for Hamlet. <laughs> Never. Shout out to Romeo and Juliet. Like... The thing, I, this could be completely made up. Yeah. Like, it could be completely made up, and I would have no way of being like, no, that's not true. Yeah. That's not true at all. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern, are those the dudes that uh, watergated Nixon? <laughs> I think uh, so. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then they uh, waterboarded Gerald Ford. <laughs> Tell you what, you never get more nervous about reading names than when you get to Rosencrantz and Gilderstern, Gildenstern, and you're like, wait a minute, what are all these letters? <laughs> uh, number three, No Country for Old Men, which was great. I love that movie. Another Coen Brothers adaptation, <laughs> Anton Chigurh. How about these letters? He's just as scary on the screen as he was on the page, even with the Dora the Explorer here. Oh, man. Uh, number two, the Lord of the Rings trilogy, which those were great. Perfectly captured the spirit of the books. Too bad Peter Jackson blew it with the Hobbit trilogy. Uh, I think you mean he said PJ. <laughs> Too bad <laughs> PJ, my old buddy boy PJ. PJ. <laughs> Can we blew talk about the, the Lord of the Rings movies real fast? Okay, let's do it. Because sure. I don't have it on my list. Um, I, I like those movies a lot. I just forgot to put them on the list. But the the third one, you know, people always complain, oh, there's so many endings. Mm-hmm. 
There's more endings in the book. Oh, Is shit. Really? There's an entire fucking Hobbit war in the book that didn't make it into the movie. Like, Frodo and friends go back to the Shire and shit's all fucked, and a bunch of hobbits fight each other. Is there a part where all the hobbits uh, gangbang each other in front of Sauron to steal his power from him? <laughs> no, but they should've. You're not real! <laughs> all those fuzzy toes flopping around. Everyone muckbanging. <laughs> oh man, hobbits would definitely get down on the Yeah, muckbang. hobbits would fuck with One thousand percent, for sure. Hobbits might have coined the phrase mukbang. Mm-hmm. They called What's it up? second Mug breakfast. Ba- <laughs> this mukbanging fool of a took over here. Right before fourth meal. <laughs> oh, it's so silly and stupid. <laughs> Love it. It's Amazing. <sighs> and number Love. one. Jaws, not only one of the best films ever made, but also one of the best adaptations of a bad book. I have seems no idea that was based on a book. Seems really? a little like uh, contrarian to be a great adaptation of a bad book that's one of the best films ever made. You know what I mean? Like if you're a bad book, then shouldn't the a good adaptation of it also suck? No, I think the mark of a great adaptation is that you improve upon the source material. Yeah. Why make Ooh, the same thing or one. make it worse, you know? Yeah, just like the same thing with like a cover song. If you're going to do it exactly like the yeah. fucking original, then you're just trying to make money off of somebody else's hit. Well, yeah. Come original. If, if you're going to do that, put your own spin on it. Look at you, Gus Van Zandt. <laughs> <laughs> 311. Yeah. Got him. Well, it's like, Got no, no, no. I made Vince Vaughn jerk off. <laughs> Yeah, you look for the peak hole and then beat his meat. <laughs> different. Now. Wait, hold on, Jose. What is huh. it? What is the hole called on your front door that you look through to see who's on the other side of the door? It's people. Okay. <laughs> if the hole was any lower, it'd be a peak hole. <laughs> a peak hole. Well, I think that's maybe like soda or pop. Okay. <laughs> what? You initially he, he, what? <laughs> peephole, peephole. I mean, same shit. Right? Same shit, man. You know what? Yeah, it it's is. Just one's Pepsi, one's Coke. <laughs> I mean, aren't they the same shit? Yeah, for sure. Definitely the same shit. Jose, people are screaming at their phones right now at your <laughs> insinuating that Pepsi and Coke are the same thing. They're both fucking dark sodas. Straight up colas. Are they not? <laughs> I rest you know my what? case. I'm with a, I'm with Jose on this one. Who I mean, let's, let's just break things down to brass tacks. How much for the monkey? <laughs> How much for the monkey? <laughs> Pepsi. Coke, the same. Dr. Pepper, the same. Uh, root, coffee, root beer. Dr. Pepper is not different. Dr. Pepper is more on a root beer level. Now, the, the worst thing about that is working in a drive-thru Ice in tea, the South. Because <laughs> I, I can't tell you. I worked a drive-thru when I was in high school. And I cannot tell you how many times. Like, yeah, what, what do you want to drink? And they go, Coke be fine. Then so you roll up and, you know, it's Taco Bell. I only have Pepsi, but you give them a Pepsi, and they go, 
wanted Dr. Pepper. I go, then why'd you say Coke Buffon? Yeah. <laughs> I assume Coke Buffon. You fucking assholes. Happen all the time. Very upsetting. Yeah. If you, Coke and Dr. Pepper are not the same thing. Dr. Pepper and Pepsi is not the same thing. Dr. Pepper and Mug closer than Dr. Pepper and Coke. Barely. Barely. Well, close, but closer. I mean, you gotta put Dr. Pepper closer on the root beer scale. <laughs> How many triangles in Dr. Pepper's logo? <laughs> <laughs> Moving <That's> on. <laughs> Moving on. Are we done? Jose, what's your list? Uh, let's do this thing. Shout outs. Now, number one, okay, Crow, I love it. I love it. Could there be a more faithful, darker adaptation out there? Hopefully one day we'll get it. So I'm not going to put it as number one on my list. You still holding out hope for Jason Momoa? No, no, that's gone. But the Jason Momoa was my biggest hope, my biggest chance of it getting made. And him backing out kind of makes me just think maybe it's fucking just leave it alone. Because if I'm I thinking guess. about the crow, the one thing I definitely come up with is it's not dark enough. Yeah, because <laughs> like there's some really good scenes that did not show up well, in the it, movie. Yeah, because you know that book is just dark, bleak. It's just bleak, and it was like, 1995. Yeah, it's so bleak that book. Fucking like like we need a dread style crow. Okay, I'm on. See? I'm in on board for that. You know what I mean? Like a dread level of reboot, close to the source materials. Got some ball because there's a scene where he cuts a fucking dude's his feet off. He's like on the stairs and he's below him. Cuts through the railing of the of the stairs in the in the apartment building. Cuts his feet off when he turns the lights on. He's laying down in front of his feet, talking about he's so cold he can't feel his feet. And the crow just comes up, saddles up, and like whispers in his ear as he dies. Like there's, there's that in there, but not like that in there. It's still a little comical. The crow will always have a part in my heart, but there could be a darker version. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Anne of Green Gables. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I've never seen it. <laughs> I'll take uh, you know, I'll take things no one has ever said out loud for 500, Alex. Like between like you know the like what I don't even remember that show. Rizzoli and Isles, like yeah. Finkel and Ihorn. Finkel and yeah, Ihorn. Like, it wasn't out of the question that you were like, no, nah, I just love Anne of Green Gables. <laughs> Apparently, they just did a a remake of Anne of Green Gables, and Mary's been watching it. On like Netflix, right? Yeah, Netflix something like that. Version. Um, Kick-Ass uh, Spider-Verse. Shout out for translating Spider-Man into an animated amazing thing. Mm-hmm. So, so well done. Uh, 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 300 Watchmen, Ghost World, Sin City, uh, Casino Royale, reboot of the franchise. Dig it. All right. On to the list. Number six. Uh, I'm going to go with two classics that kind of when you think of both of these properties this is exactly where you your mind goes to the adaptation 
of the Grinch Christmas cartoon, the OG, mm-hmm. and Willy Wonka. Oh, those are good. Like, good yeah. You go there. Like the you you grew up on them childhood, watched them all the fucking time. Whenever you think of the Grinch, you go there first. You know, yeah, you think of Wonka, you go to Gene Wilder first. Like, that's just what's up. The Jim Carrey uh, version has gotten worse with age, but it still has a oh, place yeah. in my heart. But the original is unfuckwithable. Yeah. Remember yeah, the Jim Carrey version when uh, they show all the who's having a key party? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's got moments, but it's definitely, you know. <laughs> Were the who's having the key party to try and intimidate Jim Carrey's Grinch to go away? <laughs> it might have been. Ooh, uh, oh, my. <laughs> Gives a whole new meaning to that song. <laughs> Oh my! Fucking triangle it up, figuring it out. Okay, uh, number five, freeway. If you have not oh, seen, it, dude, it, I don't yes. even know what this is. It's, I it stars Kiefer Sutherland and Reese Witherspoon, and what it yes. is is it's a dark rated R version of Little Red Riding Hood, where Kiefer Sutherland plays like a a predator who's obsessed with Reese Witherspoon, who is the little Red Riding Hood character. He picks her up on the side of the road, give her a ride, and she's on her way to Grandma's house. Yeah. Yeah, that movie is fucking wild. Yeah. yeah. And it's like a like a like just a rated R fucking little Red Riding Hood. Uh, it was like 95, 96, something like that, I think. Yeah. Somewhere in that neighborhood. The good pull, man. Oh, I love that movie. Fucking You're the only it. person beside me I've ever heard even talk about that movie. Well done, Jose. Nice. Yeah. Well, movie night. Movie night. <laughs> Fucking talk about a, a fairy tale night. Let's do this thing. Man. Whew. Love that movie. In 96. Um, this one came out. I, yeah. And that was exciting because I was like, oh, shit. Are they going to do like and like here's the thing is when I watched it, I really didn't know what the fuck I was watching. And then you figure it out. You're like, oh, shit. This is Little Red Riding Hood. Oh shit! It's so sorry if I ruined it for anybody, but it's the big fucking teeth you got there, Bob. Yeah, <laughs> and like Reese, whether she just don't, she don't give a fuck. She don't play. She does not yeah. fucking play. She's talk, hardcore. Talk about somebody with a forehead that could make things levitate. Oh shit! They could fuck talk back and forth. It'd be like Jean Grey talking <laughs> with Professor X. <laughs> Um, but imagine headbutting instead of them like talking to Dave's. Uh, number number four, uh, the new it as a series, mm-hmm. brilliant way to tell the story, to break it up, keep it fresh, keep nods to the original while its own. To where the original, it, the original is fucking. Batman 89 and this is Nolan verse. Yeah. The original like Batman that, 66. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you know, you get what you get what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. Uh, number th- fucking that fucking spider puppet. <laughs> well. Hey man, they did the best they could. No, they did. Question they mark? did. Uh number 3 Scott Pilgrim versus the World. I think that is yep a fucking brilliant adaptation 
and a brilliant way to bring a comic into motion and it completely feel like you're watching a comic book without it being hokey without gimmicky tricks that just it felt smooth it felt right and it just everything the music clicked the actors clicked the jokes clicked the writing everything great source material beautiful follow through well done that's off high five foot five <laughs> um number two american psycho good Fucking one love that movie um you oh, see yeah. i i never read the book so that i know it's a great adaptation but i i i have no knowledge of the original so well the book's dark the book's dark he uh Kills a kid in a sea world in front of a penguin display and then pretends he's a doctor and tries to save him. Oh, God. <laughs> and the penguins are like, don't believe him. <laughs> they actually do that scene in that Madagascar movie. They, uh... <laughs> so there's a lot. Of, uh, he walks around. One of the girls he kills, he keeps her head. And uh, periodically takes it out of the freezer and fucks it and walks around with it on his dick around the house. Oh so there's God. a lot they don't show in the movie. <laughs> Jesus. But the movie did a good job because some of the scenes they couldn't show at the end when uh, his secretary looks through his office and finds his book. When you, you're looking at a bunch of the scribblings, the scribblings are some of the scenes they cut out. That's super oh, that's cool. That's pretty cool. Because there's one where where he like nails a chick to the floor, uh, spread eagle butt ass naked, and that's drawn on there. In him skull fucking a head is drawn on there. So some of those scenes they don't do, they're quickly in there, which is kind of cool. That's pretty clever. Um, and then number one, fucking Fight Club. Uh, I just saw that one coming. Yep. Fucking brilliant adaptation and. Luckily, did not know the uh, kink of the movie going into it, so I was fully surprised. Yeah, one of those so, that you yeah, got one of those things. Yeah, you got to watch it at least twice. Oh yeah, and even after twice, you could still see shit. You yeah, missed. I think even if you're spoiled to the twist, it's still worth watching to see how they 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 plant the seeds. Yes, yes, because because once you know it and you rewatch it, you're like, it's so obvious. It was there. It was there. It was there. It was there. Like it wasn't just a, out of nowhere. Oh shit! This is the twist. It was like no, they set that shit up from the fucking beginning. And then when you find out he, he's spliced throughout the movie, and then now you got to watch it a third time and fucking find out all those great it's big cock. Yeah. Um. In college, did a fucking we had a remake a trailer for a movie. I picked Fight Club to do. That's kind of cool. Oh, school! <laughs> On the old AB linear editing system. Fuck yeah! They're like, this is the future. Let's <laughs> let's bust out these VHS tapes and you crank them AB knobs and let's do this thing. Fucking nuts. Um, uh, 
Oh, shout out to old boy Itchy the Killer Drive and Edge of Tom, as I like to call it. Edge of Tom. Edge, Edge of Tom. Tom. Edge of Tom. All right, what's on Discord, Kelly? All right. Discord, we got Kristen. Wait, what's Drive adapted from? I guess it was a book or a short story. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Cars, yeah, neither, Kelly. Neither did I. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Drive is an adaptation of Cars. Oh. Ryan Gosling well, yeah. as Lightning McQueen. <laughs> Ryan Gosling. No, Ryan Gosling as Mater. Ka-chow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Kristen says, uh, I'm crunched for time, so I'm going to go with Stephen King movie adaptations. Uh, number Solid. six, Carrie. That weird-ass crucified Jesus in the closet fucked me up. Yeah, that's not cool. Uh, number five, The Shining, classic. Number four, Misery, A plus Kathy Bates. P.S. Lizzie Kaplan plays an amazing Ann Wilkes on Castle Rock in Castle Rock season two on Hulu. Carrying over from the other week's top six, if you like Stephen King, you should watch Castle Rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three is fourteen oh eight. I never see people talk about this one. The gist is a haunted hotel room with John Cusack and Sam Jackson. Screamed my head off in the theater. Whoa. Now, that's a good movie. There's some, there's some scary shit in that movie. Didn't know that was based on a Stephen King thing. It's a novella, I believe. Okay. What? Stephen uh, King number... did like Spanish soap operas? Yeah. Yeah, 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 <laughs> for sure. Uh, number two, It 2017. Part one is better than part two. True. I would agree with and, that, but I like part two. Yeah, they're both good, but part one's phenomenal. And number one, Doctor Sleep, sequel to The Shining, starring Ewan McGregor, one of the best movies I saw last year. And I think one I of the only that. movies I didn't see last year. <laughs> I gotta watch it. I think it's on HBO Max. Now. I, I do, gotta watch it. I do believe it is on HBO Max. Yeah, fucking Space Ghost Coast to Coast is on HBO Max. Yeah, well, yeah it is. Awesome. Throwing that nice. bitch on the list. I saw a tweet today Replace that Ellen with Space Ghost. <laughs> I saw a tweet. Yeah, yeah. Replace Ellen with Space Ghost. That's a great idea. Oh, fuck it. yeah. Uh, and then Kristen also adds negative shout out to A Good Marriage. Boo. <laughs> yeah, that movie sucks. I don't <laughs> know. Very good at all. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Yeah, I don't remember much about it. I just remember that when it was over and Nicole and I are both like, that was some real horse shit. It was, was, it, was it a Stephen King thing? I think so, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's just not very good. Uh, there is a Stephen King one on Netflix, though, starring Tom Jane. Oh, I watched that one at my parents' house the day after Christmas, and it was the most depressing shit I've ever seen in my life. Fuck, what is it called? Uh, Shit. The called nineteen eleven or something? Yes. Yeah, oh, oh like no. Now, he was also in the mist, and that is also a very, very dis- dis- uh, depressing movie. Nineteen. Yeah. When you said Thomas Jane and depressing, yeah. my mind just went straight to the mist. But that, that's also a Stephen King thing. Uh, but yeah, that was. But he, it's called nineteen twenty two on Netflix. Uh, it is. Whew, it's a real bummer. It's yeah, good. It's like it is a real bummer. They the Thomas Jane and his son murder the wife. And then just the rest of the movie is them just dealing with that and and hiding it and their relationship. It it was fucking bleak. Yeah. 
Yeah. So a real Christmas movie, right? Yeah, a a real, like, this was something, I I forget what she thought (laughs) we were going to watch, and she puts this, my mom puts this fucking downer-ass movie on, and as (laughs) as it's finishing, me and Mary are putting our fucking shoes on. Like, it's time to go. <laughs> oh, I thought this was the Great British Bake Off. Right. Yeah, it's 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 very good, but it is very bleak. All right, so I'll go. We're going to do uh, shout outs to the MCU for being great for obvious reasons. Great. Uh, we're we're going to shout out the Flintstones for kicking this whole thing off, mm-hmm. uh, and for also being great because that that is a really fun movie. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell, notwithstanding, like the Flintstones movie is a lot of fun. The effects are really cool. They do a whole lot of cool throwbacks to the show. Like, it, it's fun, and John yeah. Goodman is great. Rick Moranis is great. Pretty much everyone's great except Rosie O'Donnell. Release the uh, non-Rosie cut. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Release the un-Rosie cut. Replace Rosie with Space Ghost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then also one final shout out to Battleship for being a thing that exists. <laughs> remember when they made a fucking Battleship movie? Yeah, yeah I sure and do. They did it. And spaceships dropped those little little uh, cylinders out of the sky. I remember when they released Rihanna's um, script list, and it was like fucking boom. Was it like <laughs> ten words? Yeah, something like that. It's not great. They were all like exclamations. All right, so list proper. This is in no particular order. Really surprised no one put this on here yet. Uh, the Adams Family and Adams Family Diaries. Oh, I specifically didn't put it on my list because I knew you would say it. It's so good. Like it, it was great then. It's great now. It holds up like crazy. Uh, super funny. Everyone then is amazing. Raul Julia is a goddamn inspiration in that fucking movie. A dynamo. Like, they're, they're, he's yeah, if only that was his oh last goal, and not M. Bison. Yeah. The, He's incredible in these movies. Although, to be fair, everyone is. Like, everyone's firing on yeah. all cylinders in these fucking movies. Uh, and even the sequel is really good. Maybe not as fun, but Adam's Family Values is also really good. There's some fun stuff in that movie, too. And then, uh, Knives gave it a bit of a shout earlier, but I, I, I threw the Brady Bunch movie on here. Because it's really fucking funny. Yeah. It's got it a great really cast. Uh, it's got a great cast, and they, they do the thing where, you know, they're the Brady Bunch, but they're in like a contemporary, you know, whatever the fuck, '90s world or whatever. But they just live and act like they're this cheesy, cheeseball '70s sitcom family, and like, you know, they don't know it's weird. Like, so like, all the neighbors are like, "Why do they have astroturf on their lawn? It doesn't make any fucking sense." And uh, Gary Cole's great, offering up like his cheesy sitcom bad advice to everybody, whether it's important or not. <laughs> He's like, "The thing about children." It's like little people. (laughs) (laughs) And it's got like all the greatest hits of the Brady Bunch in that one movie. I was get your Todd Glass, get your Marsha Marshes. I was blown away. Mary loves the Beverly Hillbillies movie. She's never seen That's a good one too. She's never seen the Brady Bunch movie. And I think the Brady Bunch movie is far superior, but similar tones. Yeah. The Beverly Hillbillies is pretty fun though. It's that one and like Adam's Family and the Brady Bunch all kind of came right around that same time, and they were all pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- there was a sequel to the Brady Bunch, uh, Jose, but it's not as good. It doesn't have the same same punch to it. Yeah, 
uh, put the 90s uh, Ninja Turtle, 1990 Ninja Turtle movie on there. Because oh, I, oh, my God. I think it's just, yeah. I, no, I just can't believe I didn't even think of that. Motherfucker, I <laughs> said I said the Ninja Turtles movie, too. Yeah, yeah I said it. Yeah, the whole thing. He's like, yeah, but I didn't listen to you. <laughs> just like my yeah, I, my home wife, my work wife doesn't listen to me either. <laughs> Who? You know, I, I said <laughs> uh, I, I said it when we finished watching it for the podcast. We did a commentary many moons ago, but I, I think, and I, I maintain, I think that ninety turtle movie is probably the best turtle movie you can make. Yeah, like I, I don't think you. You know, and it's not just because I like it. Like you can like a thing, and be like, oh yeah, but you could have done this, 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 and better. But like, I don't see how you can possibly improve on that movie. It kind of does everything right. I do have a good feeling about the the reboot that Seth Rogen is spearheading. Yeah, he could do it. He could definitely do it. He does good stuff. Yeah, yeah, so, he could we'll, get. We'll see. Uh, put the machete uh, it movies on there because they're, I mean, they're kind of the. the the gold standard of adaptations, I think, of our time. Uh, I, thought were, I thought you were putting machete on there. <laughs> yes, the, the, the adaptation of machete. Machete kills. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, I mean, no, machete's but... a good adaptation of a fake trailer. Yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah, that is true. Counts. Machete don't text, as mm-hmm. we all know now. Uh, next up, I got Detective Pikachu on there yeah. because... I wanted a game one, and that's like the best game one. If you wanted to see what a world of Pokemon would be like, it would kind of be like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, they kind of nailed it, and Ryan Reynolds has got a, it's a really fun performance. And the, the kid uh, who who plays like the movie, he's great too. Like, they're all really good, and they're all kind of taking it seriously, but not super seriously. Like, it knows what it is, but that thing that it is it happens to be pretty damn good. And then. Uh, Echo and Jose said, "I got, I got to put Scott Pilgrim versus the World on there. Uh, maybe just because mm-hmm. it was fresh in my mind after last week's soundtracks, or whatever. But like that movie is wild because it's a good adaptation of the source material. But the source material is fucking crazy too because it's this world that you know happens to follow video game and anime rules for no apparent reason, and they never address it. Right? The fact that you can fight a guy and turn into a pile of coins is just a thing that's accepted." And they don't talk about it like it's not. Yeah, a thing nobody's ever up. like surprised somebody just exploded. Yeah, into yeah, a bunch of a bunch of change. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just a thing that happens, and you know, it's it's not crazy when the fucking vegan guy goes super saiyan and fights Scott in the hallway. It's just a that's just what this world is, and I think the way that they delivered the movie is just super fun and makes a lot. It's just big dumb fun. It's like, you know, probably my favorite Michael Sarah performance ever. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Uh, no, I would put that at this is the end where he asks people, does this smell like cocaine to you? <laughs> oh, that's true. He is good in that. I do like that. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. Whew, this is the end, you guys. Is one of oh, the, with a, a, another Rihanna award-winning performance. Yep. It's not often that we leave a theater and my wife looks at me and she's mad at me, but man, she was not happy walking out of this at the end. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, oh, move was great. And she's like, fuck you forever. <laughs> that was awesome. She was not a I fan. I went in you thinking guys. it was aliens. I think everyone did. Yeah, yeah, but it was, I don't know, it's so much better. 
They turned like, that swerve, and I was like, high five. Well done. You no. clever bastards. She did not like the fire, the flaming dicks at all. She was not into the flaming dicks. She, she was not didn't into dig, uh, the tandem chaining. She they got her. They gave them. Her, I know they got her boy in there. Yeah, yeah. He says, "Yeah, Joe fucking loves me." <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. What's up next on Discord, nice? Uh, Vetter dishonorable mentions to the Masters of the Universe, GI Joe: Rise of Cobra, Mario Brothers, and that latest Fantastic Four movie. Hey, you know what? You watch your goddamn mouth about the Mario Brothers because we <laughs> looked at that recently. It turns out it's fantastic. It's true. It's true. I still need to finish up that edit uh, that happened right before. Oh, that's right. Toys R Us, and before I went into the hospital. Uh, I'm going to shout out the book to film group like Silence of the Lambs, Lord of the Rings, Princess Bride, uh, Stephen King's, and the like, and stick to TV shows and comics. So number six, Sin City slash Three Hundred. A pair of Frank Miller graphic yeah, novels that were wonderfully adapted to film. Adapt, adapted to film. The stylation was true to form and beautiful. Number five, Flintstones, the movie that started this idea. It's incredibly accurate to the cartoon. Uh, number four, The Addams Family. This was a great surprise for a franchise. I probably enjoyed it more than the TV series. No, I love it. No doubt. Number three, Wayne's World. SNL skits usually don't make for good movies. Shout out to MacGruber, but this was good enough for a sequel. And the Shout sequel, out to Ladies Man. The sequel's decent, Dude, too. I fucking love the Ladies Man. <laughs> uh, I have never actually seen the Ladies Man, but I love... Really? I love Night at the Roxbury. <laughs> we should follow up... Uh, ladies Man followed up by... Um, uh, Pootie Tang. Okay. <laughs> no, Pootie Tang's, Pootie Tang's canceled now. They canceled Pootie Tang? That was Louis C.K. Oh, yeah. Louis C.K. directed Pootie Tang. Well, yeah, but you can still... Yeah, but it's Chris Rock's thing. You gotta separate so you, the art you, from the you, artist. You can do... Yeah, but you can do Pootie Tang without Louis C.K. I, I think of Chris Rock as Pootie... Or touched to Pootie Tang before I think of Louis C.K. Why yeah, ta- That era of Chris da, Rock... Da, that era of Chris Rock, Louis C.K. was writing a lot of his stuff for him. Well, all right. Well, he's going to start a new era without him. That's true. Let's no- go. Number two, Watchmen. Maybe controversial, but I love this. Almost a shot-for-shot remake of the series, and I personally like the change from Squids to Dr. Manhattan. I'll buy that for a dollar. I would agree up until the point where I saw the Watchmen TV show. Yeah. Yeah, that did change the game. They did Squids. The TV show changes the game. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. And then, number one, The Fugitive. I absolutely love this movie and can't wait to binge the new series coming out. Isn't the new Fugitive on fucking Quibi? It sure is. <laughs> I got two stars in that, mother. Keefy. Yep. Keefy on the Quibi? Yeah. Keefy on the Quibi. He, he's he's the Tommy Lee Jones. Look, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm legitimately interested in Quibi. <laughs> <laughs> I feel Mahoney, that doesn't surprise me. They made Quibi for you. I know. And I, I think you are the target audience for this dumbass platform. I think that it might be what they it might be the data they collected with TikTok. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> it's the shower tablet app. But yeah. You fuck, out, you fuck out of here with Quibi. Get the fuck out of here. Like, the Peacock started showing up on my PlayStation. I'm like, fucking no. Like, no one's going to watch that. Apparently, Peacock has a free version, so that's kind of cool. I thought I'll Peacock never know. was 
only the free yeah, version. It's just called P. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta pay the extra fifteen ninety five to get the cock. <laughs> hey man, I didn't come up with the name. Better talk to the same guy who came up with HBO Max and go and And then when you cancel the service but they still keep charging you, that's when you only get the cock. <laughs> so you definitely get it that way. No, that's yep. called CBS All Access. TBS All Access is when your social anxiety prevents you from canceling, so you just pay it for a year. $86 to watch the Super Bowl halftime show. It cost me $86 to watch the Super Bowl halftime show. Next time, just send her to the Super Bowl. Try our new app, just a tip. Denim. In the chat, it says, hey, Mahoney, uh, in the Discord, rather, it says, hey, Mahoney, you ready? I've been working a lot this week and currently working now, so I'm just going to give one. Wayne's World. Thanks for checking in. What? Are... That's it. Wee-wee. Am I ready That's... for what? I Read his list. For this yeah. controversial pick. Oh, to read his li- Okay. Get it? Get I don't it. get it at all. Get that... You can't read his list. Ha ha! It's that fun it. bit. It's that fun bit that you two, as friends, have going between each other. Blocked message. <laughs> right, what you got, Mahoney? What's your list? My list. All right. Hang on. I got to flip over to Google Docs. You read it, Um <laughs> Shout out to 21 Jump Street. Shout out to the Charlie's Angels movie. Shout out to the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh, because I love that movie. Solid. Yep. Uh, yep. And shout out to Wild Wild West, because the song is Wild Wild West. Wait, yeah. Wait. version or the re- Wait. Will Smith's version? Will Smith's version. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Ficky, ficky. <sighs> that song is fucking great. I dare any of you to turn that song on right now and not have a good time. Okay, fine. But that movie is a steaming pile of shit. Yeah, no, that movie is horrible. That movie is absolutely horrible. <laughs> yeah, but what about but that? But it literally says on my list thing. Wild Wild West. Only oh, because of the song, because it's a bop. <laughs> what was the bit that you did with the Wild Wild West song? Wild I Wild used West. to tweet it out line by line a lot. <laughs> a lot. Like more than once. Like frequent, frequently. I have a great Twitter. Uh, FYI. World. <laughs> Mahoney underscore D. Come follow me. Uh, number six. Clue. Oh, solid. Clue is great. And a good adaptation, an actual good adaptation of a board game. Uh, Number five, the live action Scooby Doo movie. Dude, I fucking love that Scooby Doo movie. That movie's amazing. I love that movie. Yeah, like great. this list is it was hard to narrow down. I started out with like 25 things, and then I had to narrow it down to like, I'm not going to count. Like, I'm not going to even bother including something that I didn't read or experience whatever it came from. Same. You know? This is like, I don't, I don't know if it's a good adaptation. I don't know anything about what it came from. Uh, number four, Jose had it on his shoutouts, but Casino Royale, the new one from 2006. Uh, I've read that book. I've seen that movie. Both the book and the movie are great. Love them. Fuck yeah. That's going. Number three, The Maltese Falcon. Is a book oh. that I have also read and a movie that I absolutely love. And that's uh, Maltese Falcon 
is from 1941. It has Humphrey Bogart mm-hmm. as Sam Spade. He's a detective. I love detective movies. I love mysteries and all those things in general. Uh, and it has one of my favorite scenes where Humphrey Bogart, who's like three and a half feet tall, <laughs> just ridiculously short, but he's being led into this room, you know, to meet with like the bad guy boss by this henchman. And the henchman's got his gun on him and he, he's leading him in. And the minute they get in the room and he sees the boss, he just immediately spins around, like takes the gun and then pulls the dude's suit jacket over his arms so that he's just flailing like a child and just like dismissively pushes him away. Like, fuck out of here. Like that whole time he was leading him along, he was like, you know, okay, yeah, sure. Unlock the door so I can get in and talk to the guy. And now I'm all done with you. I'll take that gun and you can go sit in the corner. And it's wonderful. Uh, number two, we talked about it I, on one of these lists, but Mission Impossible, the first the one fuck, with yeah. Tom Cruise and Classic. John Voight and all that. Yeah, we, that we talked great. about that a little bit when we did top six 90s action movies. Yeah. I loved that show. Like, that show still holds up. If you can find that show on streaming, and I'm sure it's on one of these services, like, that show's actually enjoyable and you'd probably like it. And number one, we talked about the MCU a lot. I'm going to specifically call out Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. That movie's great. That comic is great. Like, that storyline is great. And that's a really good adaptation of it. Yeah. Best best comic book movie ever made. Yeah. I I would be... I, I mean, I certainly enjoyed Endgame most of anything, but, like, Winter Soldier is phenomenal. Yeah, that's a front-to-back great movie. Yeah. Well done. It's well amazing. done. It's a damn bop. It, it is. Bop. It is a bop. I'm telling you right now, when you're done listening to the podcast, go listen to Wild Wild West by uh, Will Smith with whatever. Who's the Who's the group that had Cisco in it before he did the song? The thong song. Drew Hill. Drew Hill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I pulled it up on YouTube. But it's four and a half minutes long, and I'm sure there's probably a minute and a half of skit at the beginning. Of oh, the video. probably, probably. Wiki wiki wah. All right, I got well, sharks well, well. list. Go for it. Uh, here we go. Shout outs. Ready Player One, Godfather. Wow, you're gonna put Ready Player One and Godfather right <laughs> next to each other. <laughs> oh my god! You know the classics. <laughs> Films of equal standing. <laughs> Any Stephen King novel turned movie. Prince of Persia? Oh. I was going to fucking joke about that. Somebody, I just nice. watched that movie like a month ago, and I've got to tell you, it's not it's not that good. He also puts, I thought Mahoney would have put Prince of Persia on his list just because. It's not very good. And he's also got Rampage and the Disney animated series of the 90s based on their films. Wait, are we talking Rampage starring the former wrestler Rock yes. or Rampage the uh, 90s L.A. racist cop drama starring Woody Harrelson? He's talking about the one with the giant ape. He's talking uh, about the one starring the CGI monsters yes. that made Kristen cry. <laughs> Dig it. Uh, Shark says, I'm breaking... The two movie part on two of them, just because to me they're the better adaptation of the product. So bend in the rules here, Shark. (laughs) Number six, Detective Pikachu. Game to movie. Just a really fun movie. My son and I saw it together, loved it. Got him and I to want to learn the game. Number five, Sonic. 
Jim Carrey is the best Jim Carrey he has been in years. Just loved it. No, oh. he's the same Jim Carrey he's been for years. <laughs> Number four, Highlander, the TV show. <laughs> I'm not sure if this is an adaptation or a continuation because Christopher Lambert was in the original movie and the first episode, but then, like, never mentioned again. Plus, the show was so, so much better than the movies. I want to give him shit for this. But I really like the Highlander show, so I'll let it slide. <laughs> <laughs> I do enjoy that on the list of movie adaptations, number four is the Highlander TV show. He said, fuck it, he's breaking the rules. <laughs> uh, number three, and this is back-to-back weeks where Shark put this on his list. Requiem for a Dream. You need therapy, <laughs> son. Booked a movie. I've only seen it two times. The first time was so brutal that I only watched it one more time to show my wife. And still to this day, some of the scenes are just burned into my brain. Well, wait until you can show both of your sons. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, number two, The Infinity Saga. Comics to movies. Don't need to go into this much more than the amount of detail and time to weave a story that takes place over ten years to culminate in a way that I was able to start the franchise in a theater with my mom and dad and end it in another theater with my sons and wife. Oh, that's nice. And number one, MASH, the TV show. (laughs) I never could really sit down through the movie, but the TV show was the show I loved to watch as a kid. I wanted to live in the swamp. Name of the tent where the docks lived, and even nicknamed my summer camp digs the Swamp. Swamp. Alan Alda is a national treasure. I have nothing but questions about this list. <laughs> what's it's all over the place? What's funny was is you know I originally said that like I think it was Vetter who asked, "Does the Simpsons movie count?" And I was like, "Not really, because it's more of a continuation." And then as I thought more and more, I was like, "You know what? Fuck it!" Like. Wayne's World is kind of a continuation, so all bets are off. You want to put the Simpsons movie on there. There's so many movies that are blank the movie. Fucking put it on there. And instead, Shark's like, you know what? TV shows. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what it was about MASH, but like I watched... Like we talked about this one week, I watched the Monkees TV show Mm -hmm. like every day of some summer vacation. And MASH... Mash would come on, and I'd be like, "No, fuck out of here! No, I'm not." <laughs> Give me back some Davy Boy. Yeah, that monkey show was great. All right, uh, let's see. What you got, Kelly? You haven't gone yet. I haven't gone yet. What you got? All right. So first off, uh, shout out to The Shining. This only gets on shout outs, and not the main list because for the main thing, I only wanted stuff I've actually like read right you know or whatever it's adapting yeah i kind of not read the shining book yeah i kind of went along the same lines i didn't want to put something on my list that i wasn't aware of as far as the adaptation goes yeah uh so my number six is the masters of the universe movie uh it's both an adaptation of he-man and some jack kirby shit yeah (laughs) Yeah, pretty much gonna be like a fourth world movie originally and then they're like well what if we make it he-man Fuck it. And uh, Skeletor fucking rocks in that movie. Kind of does. He looks good. Yeah. I heard that as Skeletor is fucking rocks in that movie. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, not wrong. Take that, Grayskull. (laughs) I'll fuck all your holes. (laughs) 
Through your peephole and your peephole. <laughs> uh, number five, uh, Jackie Brown. Mm. Uh, I really like the original book, uh, Rum Punch, and Tarantino does a lot to change it, but pretty much did it purely so he could get Pam Greer in the main role. Mm. So the changes all work. Foxy Black Mama. Yep. Yeah, that's a great movie. That is a great movie. And if you've never read the book, I recommend it. Pretty much most of Elmore Leonard's books are worth reading. Uh, number four, Akira. Uh, I think that movie does a really good job of adapting the six-volume series as a whole and Get really kind of just became the definitive version of that story. Yeah, get into something that's digestible in two hours and kind of works. Yeah, that's that's yeah. tricky. Yeah, it holds up really well on its own. Uh, it's just gorgeous. Th- oh, just God, gorgeous. yeah. It still holds up. It's yeah. just a beautiful movie. Uh, number three, Blade of the Immortal. Uh, this is Takashi Miike's 100th movie, which is cool in itself. And Dude, it does I watched that on a plane. It's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, that movie rules. Yeah, and it does a great job adapting the uh, manga, which I love. And I there's an anime of it now, and I need to watch that. Uh, number two, Sin City. Uh, j- visually, one of my favorite movies ever. Mm-hmm. And it's just a perfect adaptation of a comic. Like it's it just it looks like the comic in every way, and it's. I don't think you could have done it better. And amazing performances from top to bottom in that, too. Yes, 100%. Yeah, yeah probably cats. what? Like Bruce Willis's best performance in the last decade? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, or at least the last one. He, yeah, the last one he gave a shit about. Yeah. yeah. Mickey Rourke's awesome in it. Mm-hmm. Dude, Mickey Rourke's the fucking man. That, that kind of put him back on the map a little bit. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, no Sin City, no The Wrestler. I'll, yeah. I'll, say that. I'll, I'll say that for sure. Yeah, no, I'd agree. God, no, I just want to watch Sin City. And number one, Detective Pikachu. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah. It, it took the game, which, while the game wasn't that great, I thought it was one of the best representations of a world with Pokemon in it. And it took that, improved upon the game, and managed to still keep a more just a well-realized world of what it would be like to have Pokemon in it. And it's and in continuity with the fucking first anime movie. It sure the fuck is. <laughs> so it's an adaptation yeah. and a sequel. It is. Yeah, no, it's a movie that I am still so happy it exists, and I want them to do more. Maybe if well, people wear people... fucking masks, they'll do more. Yeah. Yeah, if you want more Detective Pikachu, wear a mask. Mm-hmm. You also, if you, you don't were... want Detective Pikachu, wear a mask. Right. Yeah, that too. Yeah. You guys see where they're putting uh, Mulan on Disney Plus, but for thirty dollars? Yeah, that's horseshit. Yeah. That's kind of a lot of money. I I mean, depends because how many people are going to end up watching that one off the of thirty? Yeah, but like, like twenty. No bucks. one else is. No one else is doing it for thirty, and also. Is Disney Plus that thing I already pay for? Right. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. I think it's kind of weird to put it on Disney Plus as like, and you have to rent it from me. Like, I wish they would have released it through somewhere else. Like, just you know, release it through whatever 
you know, Amazon or iTunes or whatever I want to pay to rent it. Like yeah. wherever I like to rent my movies. It's from. like that ESPN Plus bullshit where you have to have ESPN Plus to buy the UFC pay per view. Yeah, but like. I don't know, like $20 is the going rate, but like, I'll pay $30 to see Mulan. I've been dying to see Mulan. I've, that was one of the movies I was most looking forward to this year. I'm definitely not going to pay $30 to see Mulan because I'm Disney Plus and they'll just put it on that shit in like three months. Yeah, that's fine. Remember when Onward came out? Like two weeks later, they're like, ah, everything's fucked. Here's Onward on Disney Well, Plus. yeah, that <laughs> was mean, special circumstances. The last the last movie I ever you saw in those, theaters. You mean those special circumstances that are still happening now? <laughs> <laughs> you mean nothing's changed since then? <laughs> I really like right, that what movie. Does, uh, what does uh, Mary and I have to say? I'll, I'll take my wife, please. All right. That's uh, what I, ooh. I was throwing to you. Well, shout out to Hidden Figures, which uh, Foxy Black Holy astronauts. Holy shit. Ha- uh, she has the book, but she hasn't finished it. Uh, Anne of Green Gables, the 1980s <laughs> movie. <laughs> Yeah, we were literally talking about Anne and Green Gables this week, so that's fucking wild. Hilarious. And basically every Disney princess movie, Mary Poppins, Alice in Wonderland, Winnie the Pooh. Uh, number six, we watched this tonight, because I had never seen either of these movies, but The Princess Diaries. Just watch this tonight and remember how, how much I enjoyed both the movie and the book when I was a teenager. That movie is weird, you guys. It's wild. Like, not only just, like, the story and some of the scenes and some of the acting, but some of the directing choices are really odd. Like, at one point, fucking Anne Hathaway is having a conversation with her friend, and Anne Hathaway steps behind a tree, and the shot holds on the two-shot of the friend... And the tree that's blocking Anne Hathaway. (laughs) What the fuck is going on? (laughs) It was something. Uh, Number five, Breakfast at Tiffany's. A Truman Capote novella that's a bit darker and less elegant than the Holly Golightly we get in the Audrey Hepburn movie version. I adore the film, not so much the novella. Uh, Number four. Jurassic Park. I remember my dad had a copy of Jurassic Park, and I wasn't old enough to watch the movie when it came out because her parents were strict about the PG-13 rating. So I snuck the novel out of the bookcase and read it instead. Great movie and great book. I feel like a real piece of shit and I think of Jurassic Park for my list. That's pretty (laughs) obvious. There's there's too many. There's too many. It would need to be like a top 30. Yeah. Number three, Princess Bride. I never read the book, but the movie is one of my absolute favorites, so it gets to stay on my list. Solid. I just watched that movie last week, and I, I know I've seen it, but like one time when I was you know eight, so it barely even counts as having seen it. I feel like I remember reading the book, and it's very it's got some weird meta shit in it, because it's Arthur Miller, I believe, wrote The Princess Bride, and a lot of the book is in Arthur Miller's voice... Not only telling the story, but also like talking about his life. If I if I recall oh, correctly, that's odd. It was weird. Uh, number two, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A little bit of a stretch. This movie was inspired by a real Esquire interview with Fred Rogers. It was nominated right. for multiple Best Adapted Screenplay awards, so it counts. And it was also the movie where I had to fucking shush that lady, and she walked out. <laughs> <laughs> because she was doing text-to-speech on her phone in the middle of it. 
Shout out to Mary for being the only person to find an adaptation of an Esquire interview. (laughs) (laughs) And then number one, the Harry Potter series written by Anonymous. Just my favorite. I can't help but love the books and movies. Despite J.K. Rowling being a fucking piece of shit. Oh, we're talking about J.K. Rowling. <laughs> J.K. 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 Yes. Just J.K. Yeah, it's J.K. I'm here with some hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> and now if we're talking about genders, then maybe now I'm going to say I'm a cookie. <laughs> See? Like, you know... At the beginning of Hang Harry on, Potter, I wanted to go rotten about more about wizards shitting in the streets and then magicking it away. What a literary genius I am! <laughs> At the beginning of Harry Potter, it was like heartwarming that it was like, oh, she was homeless and living in her car, and then you know she wrote this this story, and you know now what a success. And then like now you're like. Yeah, I kind of am starting to realize like why she was homeless and living in her car at that point in her life. Like, you know, J.K. Rowling isn't my real name, and I submitted the book under a different name, and they said no, but then I changed my name, and they took it and put it out. You're like, oh, she was evicted on purpose. Yeah, it's like, oh, like, so she was just a massive asshole who stumbled her way into a book. I hope none of the people figure out what the goblins are supposed to be. <laughs> you know, with them being all the bankers and whatnot. <laughs> they control sure... the money, is what I'm saying. I'm sure that's just a coincidence. With their little hooked noses. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm not wearing a mask at home in Walmart. <laughs> you sound like fucking Hoggle from Labyrinth. <laughs> uh, zero. Who, who's that? <laughs> zero in the Discord. Shout Are out you to talking the about McGonagall. <laughs> Jurassic Park. The Godfather of the Internet. Luna Lovegood was a character I made, and everyone's like, this is an okay name. <laughs> and then they put it in the movie. <laughs> and no one ever once said, hey, maybe this is all just horse shit. Oh my god. <sighs> Another one where somebody put the Godfather right next to the MCU, and that's that's gotta burn some fucking bridges, I'm sure. I also love that Zero gave a shout out to and more, and more. Yeah. Shout out to Julianne Moore as well. <laughs> She's really like an adaptation of her parents. Yeah. If you think about it. I mean, she yeah. was she was in Hannibal, which is an adaptation of uh, Sounds of the Lambs. Yeah, she was in her mom, and then she wasn't, and you know, shout out. And she was in her dad as well, and then yeah. he was. He was in her. He was in her dad before he, <laughs> she was in her mom. Ah. Okay. Presented in the order he thought of them. It's getting late. It's getting nuts. The wheels are falling off, gang. He <laughs> right, uh, fucking started with no just wheels just on this car. Put the wheels right back on. <laughs> <laughs> 
A uh, oh. negative shout out to Tim Burton's live action Alice in Wonderland. Weird little kiss to catch a kiss. Growing up, I wanted a Burton made Alice movie so bad, but not like this. Not like this. Oh, that uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is awful, too. Like, on paper, it sounds like a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, but. I, it, but on eyeballs, yeah. it's like, eh. eh yeah. All right, so he says, uh, Mortal Kombat, 1995. The movie is so bad, it's great. The one song is enough to make the whole movie worthwhile. I, I think that Mortal Kombat movie is actually a pretty solid adaptation. Yeah. The first one, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very. And the second one is really not good. Sketchy CGI, you know, they cast a Guaylo as Raiden, but other than that, pretty damn good. But Goro looked fucking cool. Goro was cool. And the fights were cool. Uh, Muppet Christmas Carol, the best version of the Christmas Carol. I agree. Absolutely not. Godzilla, King of the Monsters, America's att- best attempt at a kaiju movie. That all. 1990- is Romeo and Juliet. Putting Shakespeare in modern day isn't anything new, but none have pulled it off quite as well. My costuming class even spent a whole week studying it as an example of putting your own spin on a play. Uh, Starship Troopers from 1997, an amazing movie from a garbage book, and lastly, and this is then sp- spoilers, uh, Punisher Warzone. <laughs> Listen just to upset nice. God damn it. Why would you do that to your poor list? <laughs> oh, Noise shit. be like, oi! You there! <laughs> Punisher Warzone in the street! <laughs> Punisher then you put a bonus list. The spoiler tags to make it disappear. <laughs> then he put a bonus list of awesome adaptations into anime. So this is going to get weird. All right. First, we got Steins Gate. Anything with character designs by Fouke is great. Fouke. And then Clanad gives him all the feels. Make Mahoney read the next one. <laughs> yeah, what's the next one, Mahoney? Hang on, hang on. I got to scroll down. Uh, the next one is... Big Madagatari. Not bad. I mean, not honestly, not far off. What? It's Bake Monogatari, but you were no, you were really not, close. That's not that's correct. Mike Big Monogatari. <laughs> Sounds delicious. Bake Monogatari. Yes. Bake Monogatari. It's Japanese for bake a single guitar. <laughs> bake a single guitari. Greasy Wapadego. <laughs> uh, next up we got One Punch Man then Fate Slash Zero and then lastly uh, Nichijo 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 you motherfucker now one say of the it best is... <laughs> which uh, division of G.I. Joe is Nichijo <laughs> <laughs> Kelly now say it is J.K. Rowling Oh, it's Nietzsche, Joe. <laughs> oh God! All right, I don't and then anybody like uh, me what, anymore? What they say in Deadwood? Something celestial? Oh my God! The fucking slurs on Deadwood are something else. Very creative. Those <laughs> days, like I'm impressed. Yes, we were. We were both impressed. <laughs> All right, take us home, Jose. What's uh, Eric Magnus got for us? All right. 
Uh, I don't have a list. I'm just throwing some shit together. Number six, Infinity War in-game. Number five, Dread. Number four, Laura Croft, Tomb Raider, XXX, starring Chanel Santini. Wonder Woman, a XXX parody starring Chanel Santini. Uh, Avengers vs. X-Men, XXX. Uh, number one, <laughs> Honey, I Swallowed Kids. I don't know if that's... <laughs> hold, on, hold, on, thing, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Your connection went out as you were reading the title. Let's get a clear read of that. Honey, I Swallowed the Kids. <laughs> oh my God. Put that in the intro. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure. Connection went out. Let's get it. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's an actual thing, but it should be. I haven't seen the, por- the porn parodies yet, but I will. Listening to you guys, I realized I forgot a lot of shit. Shout out to Under the Red Hood and Conan the Barbarian. So his Under number the hood is really good. Uh, his number damn one. It, I was so busy trying to be a smartass, I forgot animes and adaptations too. Fuck. Oh well, I don't have time to do that shit. So my bad. <laughs> Shark was right about the Highlander. The TV show is awesome. That show made me want to. Made me want to trench coat so bad. <laughs> Love it. And because I'm me, I had no choice. I'm like who? I don't know this Chanel Santini. And turns out it's because she's not exactly in my lane of films. But you know what? Good on you, Larry Magnus. I wasn't for sure. That name didn't ring a bell to me either. Let me yeah. double check on this. <laughs> I'll be real oh. surprised, Jose. It might not be your lane either. Santini. Are we? Are we talking yeah. about? Um, oh, gender fluid. There we go. Uh, she's got a pretty solid piece on her. She's pretty hot. Yeah, 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 for sure. But yeah, there's, yeah, that, that, oh, that's oh, hog. What are we? What, what are we looking at here? <laughs> Get out of here, J.K. Oh, no, Rowling! No, oh, J.K. Rowling is not going to. J.K. Rowling, you fucking turf! Get out of here! Jiggle, <laughs> baby. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she's gonna be a fan at all. Not a fan at all. Here I was helping him, gonna have a wank. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Sorry. August fifth. August fifth, twenty twenty. August fifth. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite day. <laughs> oh, oh my god, that was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. A lot of fun, and a oh, lot no, of. Wait, uh, we got ones. one more. Uh, somebody sent a TikTok. What? He's no, I just wanted a nice, clean one. <laughs> <laughs> put that in the intro. I got TikToks if you want to watch them, Lee. We don't. We definitely don't. All right. That's God fine. God damn it. He said, shut it down. Whew. My God. All right. It's getting late. Let's talk about Get the fuck out of here. Well, first, uh, what are we doing next week? Oh, right, right. Next week, this was Knives' idea, yes. and I, I really like it. Um, I'm, I'm super on board. Uh, my, my kids are back to school now because my fucking school district is insane and starts things at weird times and yeah the the more you tell us about the school system by you guys the more i'm just appalled it sounds shocked i'm an actual genius i came out of this system believe it or not (laughs) (laughs) ridiculous yeah so what they're talking about is i was bitching because yesterday was the first day of school on a monday 
uh, and like you know, one thirty or whatever. Like, oh shit, you know, you got to get some afternoon delight because the kids are in school, haha. And I'm like, yeah, that's a great idea, but they're home. The first day of school, you drop the kids off at eight. You got to pick them fuckers up again at ten. What? It makes no sense whatsoever. And so they went today all day. They'll go tomorrow all day. They will not go at all on Thursday, and then they'll go a full day again on Friday. Doesn't make any fucking sense. That's the first thing so Friday off. Yeah, why don't you just take Friday off instead of Thursday off? Nope. Nope. No school Thursday. School on Friday. So the thing that dumb. blew my mind more than anything was the two hour and 15 minute bus ride. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Oh, yeah. When my kid rides the bus, she's, it's two hours and change before she gets home. She might as well just stay at school. Yeah, really. Just sleep. Wait yeah, there because she has to take. Next day. I don't understand how they have somehow convinced your town that two hours and fifteen minutes on a bus is just like unavoidable and just the way it is. Yeah, well, she has to take her. She has to ride the, the bus from one school to another school, but to pick up more kids, and then that bus goes to our house eventually. Well, like, how far from the school is it to your house? Just on a normal seven miles. <laughs> how many school <laughs> buses miles. you got in your town? I think I'm, that might be part of the problem. Maybe not enough. Yeah, I, I'm guessing a single school bus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it takes, uh, in the morning, it takes us 12 minutes to get there. What the fuck? Yeah, it's nuts. It, it's fucking crazy. Needless to say, we're looking at uh, different options uh, this year. Because we don't want her in a fucking germ tube for two hours. Mm-hmm. Fuck, at that point, I would just call her an, an Uber or a Lyft. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> or better yet, she could start working Uber or Lyft. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking magic thing there. So, uh, given this time of the year, back to school nonsense, now I just came up with a great idea to say top six school memories. And I'm going to put the caveat in there that they can 100% be bad ones. <laughs> I think that a little... Let's, uh, let's explore some good times and also some Trauma next week. Yeah. Now, are we doing what? pop top six or pop topic? Top six, I would say. Let's do okay. Top six. Yeah, yeah. Top six. Uh, and I, I don't want any motherfuckers to give me six happy, friendly rainbow lists because that's bullshit. That is not the human experience. That's not what we're looking for here. Yeah. When I'm laying in bed at night, not able to sleep, I'm not talking about. I'm not thinking about all the good times I've had in my life. <laughs> I'm thinking about yeah. all the times I was terribly embarrassed. Oh man! See, I see you just said that, and it, I came back. One came back to me. Oh man! I think okay. I'm gonna throw this out there. I think we all do our lists. We all do our top six, and then we vote on which one is the absolute worst. <laughs> like the most traumatizing memory. Yeah, I'm writing that. I'm writing this one down. We don't forget about it. And this one I'm writing down is actually not one that happened to me, but I was there for it. And there's a lot of follow-up that makes it great. Hey. It's good memories. Yeah. Okay. So, give us your top six school memories. And we'll talk about them since next week. All right. Now let's like comics. Get the fuck out of here. I'm quite keen on comic books. Especially the ones about superheroes. Oh, that was a real bad timing. I think I would have <laughs> muted that or something. <laughs> what? Sorry, everybody. Jose never does. J.K. Yeah, Rowling, can you erase that cough? Hold on. Hey, I didn't cough. It was me. 
sarcophagus disintegrators. <laughs> oh, look at that happen. The pork so never happened. Oh, that thought it was so clear. What have we been talking about? Nothing. We've been talking about the devil's work. Oh, okay, yeah, the devil's work. Right, right. Okay, um... Make it people quick. with peepees that shouldn't have peepees. <laughs> uh, Mirka and Dolfo's mercy over an image is really cool. Uh, Anyone and... in there have a peepee that shouldn't have a peepee? Um, I don't think so, but I'm not going to say no, JK. Acceptable be... reading material. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know what's going on under these dresses. You never know. There could be peepees under there. All right, well, keep an eye out. Let me know. I, I'll let you know. I, I don't think so, but I, I can... here's the thing. Can neither confirm nor deny. You can ring me at my flat. <laughs> I will. I'll send a raven if I see a peepee where there shouldn't be one. <laughs> Stay vigilant. <laughs> uh, it's really good. Um, and the only other one I want to talk about really is the uh, Empire Savage Avengers one shot Kelly turned me on to last week. That shit was fun. Uh, Venom was kind of in it as an afterthought. Like he didn't even have to be yeah, in it. He was just kind of there. Yeah. It's kind of there and not really talking like Venom. No, <laughs> not really not acting like Venom. But yeah, it starts out with uh, Conan, who's made his way to Mexico City, uh, watching some Lucha Libre, really not satisfied with the way that they're that they're fighting, and then a bunch of plant guys fall out of the sky. He's like, cool, now we're going to fight. Uh, and you see Conan do some pretty cool shit. Like, he sort of fights lots of guys, he drives a semi-truck into a bunch of plant dudes and sets it on fire. It's pretty cool. It's a good time. He gets a guy to drive a tractor through all the uh, plant guys. Yeah, yeah. the guy gets like killed by one of the plant guys, like, and as he's dying, Conan's like, quick, teach me how to work this before you die, so I can drive into these other guys. <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's good. And uh, Greg Smallwood drew it. It looks really great, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got we're talking about. What you got, Kelly? Uh, nothing. Let's, let's call it a night. Word. Anything we're talking about, Nice? Uh, we watched both Sister Act movies and the uh, first episode of Muppets Now on Disney+, Plus, which is pretty uh, good. So the, the concept is, I don't know if it was uh, set up this way before COVID or what, but uh, Scooter and Kermit are video conferencing to get the show together and then it's basically they steal the formats from a bunch of different internet shows and it's actually pretty fucking cool like some of All the right. jokes don't land and Kermit definitely does not sound right but uh I'm who sounds more right Kermit or me doing JK Rowling <laughs> uh you JK Rowling cuz that sounds perfect <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's meant to be like uh, you kind of you yeah you kind of caught me off guard because I thought that JK had called in to the podcast. You oh, had yeah. somehow given her the link to the Google Hangout. Hold on a second. Forget a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I would highly, if you're into Muppets, I'd highly recommend it. There's a fucking uh, cooking show bit, like a top-down internet cooking show bit with Swedish Chef that is the best part. <laughs> Love it. What you got, Jose? Uh, we finished Monk completely. Uh, we finished... I, I hear, I hear, 
I hear Monk is Scooby Doo. <laughs> well, Monk is Scooby as fucking do as dudes can get Scooby. And we share uh, an Amazon Prime account. And recently, Amazon Prime made it so that you could have your own profiles. Before this, we've all After just been... After 10 years? Yeah, we've all just been sharing the same profile. But I pull up Prime the other day, and what is looking back at me but fucking Monk? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Because Monk, Monk knows what's up. <laughs> Monk, uh, and then we finished um, Bates Motel. If you finish it season four, it does perfectly go straight into the movie. If you go into season five, they kind of take it wherever they want to go. So if you want to go on that journey with them, watch season five. If you want to end, if you want to go straight into the movie, stop at season four. Uh, but definitely do recommend Bates Motel. It's a fucking, it's a trip. It'd be trippy. Um, Bates Motel is what I used to call it when I got left alone in the house as a child. <laughs> Actually, not not a child, young teen. Hang on, I need to I, I need to workshop that Just joke. Six year old Kelly letting himself in after school. Uh, that's awesome. All right, what you got, Mahoney? So I've been watching The Americans on uh, Amazon Prime, which is great. Very good I show. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, greatly enjoying it. I'm almost done. Problem being, there are entire plots involving the Russians that I have absolutely no idea about. <laughs> because, as we all know, I multitask when I watch TV. <laughs> and so there are entire characters, storylines, like <laughs> things about the Americans that I just do not know. Every so often I'll catch up scene and they'll start talking in Russian and I'll read the subtitles and I'll be like, I don't know who this person is. <laughs> like, there's one guy who's vaguely familiar when I see him. He's been on the show for two seasons now. I do not know his name. I do not know how he fits into the story. I know absolutely nothing about it. That's Greg. He brings lunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No idea. No, 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 no. See, he's about the Russian. It's, it's Gregor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's Gregor. He brings lunch or. <laughs> his name is Griff Garrison. <laughs> Who the fuck is Griff Garrison? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I kicked so, him out. It's I, really good. Other I can't than, imagine. You know, I, no. God damn it. I can't imagine having that be my experience with literally anything that I'm watching. <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's fine. Nice. Hang on. Nice. I need to talk to you over here. Okay. Yeah. 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 Shh, shh, shh. How do we get Mahoney to watch all of Being the Elite? <laughs> <laughs> oh being my God. the elite <laughs> being the elite sounds like a kkk movie I what's mean... the prequel to the americans but this is this is how i mean he won't even recognize cody when he shows up the only way to do it is you have to scrub all the wrestling references from it but i think okay that might so be it'll be like do. the robocop cut yes his dad made yes. can you put the, the if you put the wrestling pieces in uh subtitles i probably won't notice them okay <laughs> and i would like to point out i watch everything with subtitles for the most part i am not opposed to reading the screen it's just that no, i'm not opposed looking. to focusing on the screen I'm just, I'm just not looking at the screen so you know sometimes i can't 
Mahoney is like, oh man, I hear Parasite's really good, but the thought of watching gives me a panic attack. I yeah. Lee, that is so accurate. That is one hundred percent accurate. I want to see that movie so bad, but I cannot bring myself to watch it because I don't know that I'll be able to focus. You on need it. to watch it, but like with your, fo- you need to give the phone to Lisa and have her put it somewhere. I don't. I don't know that 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 idea makes me feel very upset. I don't like that idea at all. Oh, Tell you what, no. just mail it to me. I'll, I'll, I'll hold on to it for you. Yeah. <laughs> We need Dark Skinned Warrior to pump Mahoney up to watch Parasite. I'm good at holding phones for people doing movies. I have experience with that. I don't like this idea at all. I don't like this idea at all. No, thank you. No. I think Mahoney would like the Dark Order bits. They're great. Like, the Dark Order bits... I need to watch the Dark Order bits. The Dark Order bits feel like some shit that we would put together. Dark Order bits sounds like a cereal. (laughs) I would eat that cereal. Yeah. Yeah, love that cereal. Okay, my face hurts. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, this is a good show. God, we're good at this podcasting shit. Yep. Oh shit, uh, we've been recording this the whole time. <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> oh shit, like ten plus years, man. Oh, oh no, are people going to hear the things I said? <laughs> yeah, but you know, I think you like having the people here. I think you're kind of just an asshole. Yeah, you kind of do love having everyone hear my bad takes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you really love to double down on those bad takes, don't you, JK? She's got some oh, I fucking love them. <laughs> <laughs> it's nuts. All right, so I was supposed next week. Somebody uh, put the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie on the list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next week, we don't want to hear your top six uh, school memories. That'll be a lot of fun. We'll talk about that next week at 10 p.m. Eastern. Talk about your wizard school memories. <laughs> 9 p.m. Central at youtube.com slash panels on pages. Oh, Professor uh, Snape. For Jason Nyes, Jose Guzman, Kelly Harris, Goodbye Mahoney, and J.K. Rowling. I'm Leonardo Rodriguez. Love you. Good night. Bye-bye. That's it. Show's over. We're done. See you next Tuesday. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.